This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drum Milligan. What more can I say? Say, say, say. Men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> you believe it? Actually, that kind of fits this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that was that was James the Third. What? Doing his that, gunshots. Well, last yeah, time but... I heard the gunshots, I, I you admonished him, and so yeah. I was expecting the, that that gag to happen. Well, no. So like, because what's been happening now is because they admonished me so much. I haven't been sure about whether or not to do it for certain <laughs> but films. But you haven't stopped. And, but I, no, but there have been some where, the, where I don't do it and where I do something else. So for this one, though, I wanted to do the gunshots. Nice. I realize, like, we also never introduce ourselves anymore, and that's because of James III. It's Wait, always hey, hold on. That's a lie, it's too. We do introduce ourselves, don't no, no, no. we? Don't we? Okay, listen. I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm Jerome Milligan. I'm James the Third. I really feel like we do this every episode. I don't know. We, I don't know. I feel like we haven't been doing that. But yes, we have a we have a special guest. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. In studio. Wait for it. Okay. <clears throat> you get drums. We get. Oh damn. Wow, that was so sad. Jonathan Fernandez. Yeah. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Bang bang. Also. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It was thank a so classic. No, I appreciate bang, it. Bang. it was, yeah. <laughs> bang bang. Oh, bang sniper shot from 100 meters out. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so uh, we 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 of course know Jonathan from UCB. He's uh, an incredible, amazing performer. Uh, oh wow. But he's also going to be what one of the stars of the new. Lethal Weapon television show. Old Fox, yeah. y'all. On Fox. Sounds crazy. It Thank is... you for having me, by the of way. This course, is man. Hey, man. Awesome. What's up? You know? Yeah. Chill, honestly, straight up chilling. You're straight <laughs> up chilling, man. Like, honestly, like, I haven't had uh, a negative thought since I moved here from New York. Wow. 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 Yeah. We're for in Los Angeles, by the yeah, way. Yeah, for our guests. We're, we're still in, we're in Hollywood. I mean, we, we're, maybe we aren't here while you're listening to this. So we are here. No, but man, we've been now. taking advantage of all of the amazing performers that are out here. And yeah, so we're reviewing Lethal Weapon. I'm interested yep. in seeing how, if you could still be your surly character. I'm talking to Giraffe. <laughs> in, in the Los it's Angeles true. I mean, it's you know what it is? It's like, I like to be very passionate. You know, so I feel <laughs> yeah. like passion transcends transcends location you know does it though wow. because i don't know dude you know, enough, <laughs> enough, sunlight, <laughs> enough sunlight and just wait uh, who? so who can i turn into what, what would i you're gonna who would i become without I <laughs> your, fi- your final form i don't even know what that is know, you're gonna evolve what is my frieza final, final, final form form uh you get a frieza quote if you get that i love you oh, yeah, yeah dragon course. ball that's why you even said it Z. <laughs> Yeah, nice guy draw. I actually just bought uh, a Dragon Ball Z game on uh, Nintendo DS. How is oh. it? Oh. I haven't played it yet. Wait, waiting for the special moment. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In your trailer, when you're like, you know what? I got twenty. Minutes. Oh, that's high. Oh, Even, this is maybe this is TMI, but like a friend asked, like, oh, have you had uh, sex in the trailer <laughs> with my wife? Uh, <laughs> and like, honestly, there's no time. Like there's I don't, no there's, no, there's no, there's no, there's no thing of just like just chilling there for hours. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I, really? I know you don't. I need hours to have sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who doesn't hours. need hours? You gotta have a yeah. warm up hour. Wow. The sex yeah. hour, then like the D sex. You guys hour. are having some the D sex hour. The D sex. That's hour. why I don't have it too often because it takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too good. Oh man. This is a good way to start the episode. <laughs> right, listen, man, you listen, gotta talk about sex directly to uh, the weapon. Uh, 
well, well, it sounds like Jesse's got a lethal weapon in his pants. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no. First of all, John even, always judges. You couldn't even get through it. You, you can laughed say the it. whole way through. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> you couldn't even say it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just you know, John is blushing all over. <laughs> he literally said it and immediately started blushing and put his head down. Well, it's just that like I've been I've been really really up on top of these like puns and I. <laughs> I couldn't. I uh, that was a bad one, but no, it was great. No, it was, I actually no, never apologize for a pun. Never apologize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, *Lethal Weapon*, starring Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Uh, this movie came out in 1987, yep. written by Shane Black. Shane Black, Shane baby. Black. The wonder Black, kind you know. of his time. Wonder, wonder, yeah, he, yeah was. he was. He, he really was. was. Um, he wrote, just for people out there, he wrote, uh, he directed and wrote, was it Iron Man 3? Iron Man 3. Yeah. He's doing yeah. a new Predator. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, did he write the original Predator as well? He starred no, in he's it. he's in it. He just I don't know it. if he starred. Did he star in it? He's no. in it. Wait, he's I think Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Sorry, not star, but I mean, he's in it. I think the Predator starred in Predator. <laughs> oh uh, man! Yeah, but uh, wait, who was he in Predator? He was like one of the so, dude. Man, I was oh, do you remember up? He's Hawkins is his do you, name. Do you remember the oh, one who the does glasses. the joke? Yeah, and he does a joke go. about um, yeah, the wife, that. like uh, yeah, the big, the, the big, big puss, put, big puss. Yeah, and he's like the Echo and stuff. That's oh, him. I didn't know that was him. I had exactly. dude. I've seen the movie ten million times. Yeah, I can't him? believe that's him. That's him. Wow, cool. That dude's dope. Um, actually, I forgot to look up how much movie. Oh, it was it was a fifteen million dollar budget, and it made fifteen million dollar budget. Fifteen million, and it made one hundred and twenty million. Yeah, wow. I feel like fifteen sounds low. It does, but if you think it about it, it is low for a mo- for a film. But yeah. with these special effects, but this is eighty seven. So yeah, 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 and like it feels like they're working with a limited budget throughout the movie. I Interesting. Feel. Why do you, you think, think so that way? Yeah, because it was like they were like, okay, we got this one helicopter. Like they definitely used that helicopter. And it was very up. few explosions. <laughs> like if you think about it, in one yeah. of these action movies, like if this was made now, you have ten explosions. This movie had two. There's there's very few. Ex- Explosions. There's not a lot of blood either. They do like a lot of stuff that like masks the blood uh, of shots. Like like. Oh, you're right. It's so funny. Yeah. I never looked yeah. at it that way. But you're right, like, especially for so an cheap. '80s film. Because '80s right. films, they loved their blood, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's really no blood until the end where you like they are bloody. Yeah, right. And it's like that's when you get. I mean, like it. you can tell this had a low budget in the scene where they're like electroshocking uh, <laughs> um, rigs, yeah, rigs yeah. and it's just like there's no. It's just like a sound effect. It is him moving. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> yeah. no but, but but do you need more than that? No. I mean, I guess no, not. Right. Don't. But if you know, you have like the the the, the villainous Asian dude yes. who knows his craft. <laughs> Yep. His uh, torturous craft. Who didn't call him a racist name too in it? Like like Mel Gibson Chow goes, Yeah, who's Chow over here? Like, <laughs> oh my god. That's the first thing he says. He's like, Hey, who's Chow over here? He knows how But to it's like you have you have him hanging, you have the water, you have the villain and the uh defibrillator thing. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, but it's more. it's shot very well. Like to the yeah, to Richard Donner's credit, mm-hmm. it's shot very well. It's just like oh, Richard looks, Donner did do this. It just yeah. looks under you know, it just looks like they were doing tricks. To, Wait, is Richard right. Donner that's not that's not Superman, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Superman. <sighs> wow. And like wow. Goonies, am I right? <laughs> was it yeah. Goonies? I forget. Yeah. yeah. So he also gave his blessing to the new to the show, the TV oh, show. Oh yeah. Did he? Yeah. Dope. They went they went to him, like the creators, uh, Matt Miller and, and McGee went to him to have a discussion about the new show and stuff, and he was like uh, he's like, yeah, it sounds like you guys have uh, good ideas for the, the arcs, and as long as you get the right two dudes, you should be straight. Wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Hey awesome. man, we guess we gotta watch this show. Well, they yeah. they got. Oh, I mean, yeah, they got the yeah. Well, they, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> gotta watch this show. <laughs> they got the right two dudes in this movie, I think. 
I mean, it's so yeah. funny because wasn't wasn't Murtaugh a white guy? Wasn't it written for a white guy? Isn't that the rumor? I think I think it wasn't. It was written for no ethnicity, which in Hollywood means white. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> right. I remember, I remember right. like right. like yeah. if it's not explicitly stated, then they're then like people are like, great, so a bunch of white people, and but, then you're yeah. like you're like, oh, this person could be black, and they're like. Oh, Oh, I didn't see anywhere in the because script. Because it's, it's right. a famous movie called not famous, I guess, but it's a documentary called Casting. What are mm-hmm. we talking about? What's it called? Oh, it's I've like been wanting to watch Casting that. about or, or no, it's well, about a famous casting New York, by casting, yeah, casting by. by yeah. It's a famous New York casting director, and she talks because she casted this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Marion um, uh, Dar Darty. Darty. She pushed Doherty. 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 And she pushed to get um they pushed to get a minute because they were only looking at white men and she's like, yo, he can do it. He can do it. And like you know, oh, I mean that's great. What's also great about it is like we just did Made in America, and, and a lot of these movies when like they get cast, when like the casting changes to to black, they like write let's change all the you know have all these lines yeah and, make it specific and they didn't do that and at least in this movie there's no reference to there's no reference to race at all. Which nope. I think yeah. is like. Great. Yeah. Nobody. Right. Like, there's no. Well, there is reference to race in the movie, but there's no reference to like his yeah, race Mortar and race. their relationship yeah. to it with each other. Yeah, except yeah. for Chow. Yeah. Except that, for comes, that, comes last, that comes in the last fifteen. That's was it. Twenty minutes of the movie. Uh, should we do initial thoughts real quick? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It seemed, uh, I don't, is there anything else to say about it? Like the reception was pretty good. I feel like. Spawned, I mean, I mean it spawned, spawned four like, movies in a, in three a TV also, show. Also, like I, I, it wasn't the. Yeah, I forget the first ones. It wasn't like the first buddy cop movie, but it was the one that like cemented it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are the guys that you think about when you say like buddy cops. Yeah, right. Because they had Forty Eight Hours had come out yeah. earlier, but like there was something about this, and I think the other thing was, uh, it was like there was a there was a, an emotional story to it mm-hmm. that yeah. felt genuine that yeah. you really didn't really see. Like Forty Eight Hours was like just jokey, a, you know? and it's also not buddy cop. Like it's like yeah, one is in a one is a cop, the other. And this movie had technically at this point, Mel Gibson was like <laughs> that's so true. super serious. Mm-hmm. So it was like you had Mel Gibson, you had Danny Glover, so you had these two really strong actors in this movie that was like a like before buddy cop movies became like just hee hee ha ha with explosions. Yeah. yeah, like they play they play this movie serious the entire time. Like right. there's jokes in it, but like Mel Gibson has the crazy eyes the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting not to bring it up exactly, but the the jump from the f- uh, first movie to the second movie is interesting because like the first fifteen minutes of the second one are kind of like goofy. It is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is, yeah, and it's like all of a sudden like that. So it's right. really weird comparatively speaking. Right, yeah. they introduce um, uh, Joe Pesci. Joe right? Pesci, Who, Joe yeah, Pesci. such a goof. I mean, yeah. he's hilarious. No, it's, yeah, I know. And he it's... becomes like, and I remember. I mean, I haven't seen any of these like this one was the only one I've seen in recent years you know watching it for this mm-hmm. but uh, but I remember Joe Pesci being like one of my favorite parts of that series yeah, I actually so. like the fourth one with Chris Rock with Chris Rock great. yeah but it was also great I mean it's like yeah so okay yeah let's do initial thoughts oh, right like yeah you want me to go I go I mean, watching this movie um, I instantly remember when I saw it when I saw it and I remember thinking you know what this is probably in my. I have a list of like what I call man movies, which is probably wrong to say, but action movies. Um, my, yeah, my, come on, this like, man man's movies. Man's in quotes. like my yeah. my man my man movie list goes. Uh, top one is always Predator. Mm. Number two is always um, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McClane, best action character of all time. And this movie, watching it, I'm like, you know what? This could be three mm-hmm. because of Dan. Like Danny Glover, the movie technically opens with him. Mm-hmm. The emotional through line is through him. Yeah. And I mean we get to it. He kills the big bat. Yeah. He's Twice. Right. <laughs> he's definitely yeah. the he's I think 
we can, we'll talk about it more, yeah, but to me, he's very much so the main character. Yeah, he, yeah. like, to me, yeah. he's the main, and then the thing is, like, this show, Mel Gibson at a time, where, like, again, he's coming off of, like, Road Warrior and stuff like that, where he's so serious, and he still is serious and psychotic, um, like he was Mad Max, but he's still so funny. Like, he has a lot of, like, just throwaway lines that he does in this movie. I'm like, oh, this is great. The daughter was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do wish that they, I mean, of course... As we talk about almost all these movies, I wish there was a strong female character in this movie. Right, but yeah. but I do think you know it was just fun. So I, I mean, I like this movie a lot. Yeah. yeah. Also, because all his uh, all of Mel, Mel Gibson's funny lines came from a place of crazy. Yeah, and like yeah. Not, and not knowing that he shouldn't say these things in this situation, like whether yeah. it's at the dinner table or wherever, there's like, oh, you're kind of crazy. That's why you're being so glib about these things. Right. So it's nice that it wasn't just for joke's sake. Or yeah. didn't feel like that. And and, and uh, Danny Glover had a family. Right. And he yeah. cared about his family. Black people care about their families. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about the film, John? I, I mean, it, it's it's so funny because, like, the uh, it's always been one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And so, like, when I started getting involved with the TV show, I was like, this is a joke because wow. of how yeah. much I love this movie. Right. Yeah. And specifically, like, there the scene when, uh, when Mel Gibson jumps off the roof with the dude yeah. and the handcuffs come off <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which you can see, yeah, you can yeah, see. You I, can didn't see realize. Clear as day. Yeah. I didn't realize. Clear as day. Like, they're, they're miles apart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when they jump off. And, uh, and then Danny Glover, like, you know, um, uh, throws Mel into the uh, – I guess like a defunct bakery or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Man, do you really want to kill yourself?" And he's like, "What do you want me to say, man? That uh, you know, I have this this bullet that's for me, and you know, I'm yeah, kill myself or whatever." Point. Yeah, and it gets so crazy. And he's like, you know, and he's like, "Put the gun in your mouth and do it right now, or whatever." Yeah. And like the for me, it's always been like a masterclass. Uh, this is the most actory I'll ever sound in my entire life. <laughs> a masterclass in acting and like how, in intensity because he goes from like Mel Gibson goes from insane to like bored. In like a millisecond. Yeah. You know, when he's like, they're about to do it and the gun's in his mouth or whatever. And then all of a sudden he's, uh, and then Danny Glover puts his finger in the, in the, uh, the hammer of the gun to stop it. Yeah. He's like, oh, you really are crazy. And then he, and then Mel Gibson just like gets bored immediately. He's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go grab a bite to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the, the arc of that is so nuts. And I've always thought about that. Oh my God. And then even Danny Glover in that scene too ramps up the moment Mel Gibson ramps up because at first he's like are you crazy are you crazy and then he gets mad the yeah. fact that Mel Gibson gets mad yeah. and he's the one who pulls out the gun yeah. it's like they're so intense and so close yeah yeah that's and, then, and, it, and it, it just and it comes down immediately immediately yeah. to just like oh the scene's over and then Danny Glover's just kind of left with like that was really like you felt him being like that was crazy yeah <laughs> you know and so but I, I think about that scene a lot and just in general like it, this movie was always my joke uh, movie about like when people are like oh what's your favorite Christmas movie I would say Lethal Weapon right. yeah, yeah. it's so funny uh, because people make that joke about um, Die Hard Die, Die Hard all yeah. the time yeah, but yeah. Lethal Weapon when this movie started I was like oh this is just like it's it's set in Christmas yeah, like yeah. it's very much a Christmas depending movie on my keeps mood, coming in back depending on my mood I might say Lethal Weapon or uh, Batman Returns <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, I love Batman Returns. Which, I mean, like, yes, that was Tim Burton being like, "This is my Batman." Movie. Like, the first one was his Batman movie, but he was like, "This one's gonna be a Christmas." You know what I mean? Yeah, wow. Like, totally. it's like, let's have a good Christmas. There'll be snow. It'll be yeah. dark. It'll be totally. great. What a long story short, I love it. Yeah, it's uh, James. Okay. uh so I, I mean I have to whenever whenever it's these Uh-oh. no 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 I don't know what it is when about I, the way that you just said okay well no just whenever <laughs> it's a movie that like I watched when I was a kid I have to do the and but I'm now rewatching it I have to do the two initial thoughts yeah like, yeah yeah so when I was younger I always loved the Lethal Weapon movies but but they were uh, 
they were always too um like they got too hurt <laughs> like oh. was, like I couldn't watch it because of how hurt they got like I remember I think it's the second one where like the plastic goes over Danny Glover's face and like he's being choked yes. with the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. uh but then even in this I remember um I remember the part when uh uh Riggs gets shot with the with the shotgun and like goes through the window. I remember that, and then oh, yeah. how strongly he reacts to it afterwards is something that I like immediately remembered when when watching it again. Like uh, and and, uh, and like how bloody uh, Murtaugh gets by the end was like always just like something for me that was always like oh my gosh, there's so much blood. Like like right. actually too much for 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 little James. So all that came, <laughs> all of that came back to me watching it um, in Mad Magazine. They always uh, they always really high- highlighted that part. I think for some reason I had the I remember my house. I, I had the ones where they would do Lethal Weapon parodies. Yeah, and I would always crack up like seeing how like. Uh, bruised and they bloody they get, were it's like Especially so much right and yeah. like there's that part where they're like walking through the club like covered in blood and like uh, uh oh my god it's yeah. like yeah. half naked and like no one says anything and then yeah. even at the street at the very end like when they're trying to rush back to the house like Riggs is like crawling over to like Murtaugh who's like hunched over in the street yeah. and it's like yo these dudes need to go they to a hospital it. Yeah. they went through it well because um, his arm like doesn't work like Murtaugh's arm like he's like it's right. always kind of hanging right like the last right. quarter, third of the movie yeah. <laughs> because he gets he gets shot in the scene previous yeah so that that was something that was that was strong uh, that came back I didn't realize <laughs> wait okay I didn't realize that there was so much like so much of the theme of it is like this cop is gonna shoot you. <laughs> like I didn't realize like right. that that was oh. so much of the core of this movie. Like like um, uh, he kills a guy and then he goes, "Oops, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> like, what? And yeah. the joke is like, have you not killed someone? I, yeah, if you don't yeah. kill somebody tomorrow, then we'll be friends or yeah. whatever it is. That he says. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought that, that like that stuff was crazy. That being said. Uh, love it though. I think it's so well written. I'm a huge Shane Black fan, like even more now after seeing this movie as a, as an adult. Especially, yeah, he was what 20 when he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, like bro. yeah. He was a little kid. Crazy. He wrote it in uh, college or something. Cra- yeah, yeah, in college. Um, uh, and like, right? and their relationship is so interesting, and the way it develops is, is so cool. Um, and so yeah, yeah, that was my yeah. So for me, like, cause I I. Again, I was a little bit sheltered. As, <laughs> I feel like we're getting to know this more and more. <laughs> I was a little bit sheltered as a child, so like, I didn't really, ca- I didn't really watch any of these movies. I saw them like on television when oh. they would play them like on TV. Oh, the edited version. So yeah. it was like TNT. a very edited version. Like, I mean, I remember like the W. Do you remember the WB? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, the WB would show movies all the time, and I think I felt like this movie, like RoboCop, a lot of like those '80s movies, like I saw on television. So edit it with commercial breaks. You know, and like I barely like I, I. It's just very scattered memories. Like I remember scenes more so than like storylines. Like mm-hmm. I remember the fight scene at the end. So vi- I was like, oh yeah, I know this whole scene. Yeah, man, the fountain, was, yeah, the hydrant. And- yeah. But first off, they, f- yo, that last fight scene at the end is ridiculous. It's so, it's Sorry, so cool. I, but yeah, so <laughs> watching. Imagining it, now Gary Busey in any kind of I know, which is athletic insane. situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's crazy, yeah. and like, 
And but this movie was it was so great, and for so many different reasons. I will say, like up top, like Gerard kind of mentioned this briefly, but like it it, it wasn't doing anything for females, which a lot of these yeah. movies in the eighties don't. But like I so you know, much, there was like this one moment, this brief moment where um uh the doctor in the who works at the a police station yeah, is like yelling at the chief or the psychiatrist and she's like this guy is unstable he like should not be there and she was like very strong and powerful in those scenes and i was like this actress is amazing she's like holding her own and like that was cool but then like they never show her again like she literally disappears and yeah. i was like yeah. that kind of sucks because i thought she was a really i thought she was cool, gonna be more in the movie great too. Character. honestly though because if she is then it's kind of like why aren't they doing something about this man right yeah. right <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I and it so. does feel that way like like it does feel like they're like yeah he is suicidal he is all those things so like why do they yeah. just like I don't. yeah and they like don't let danny glover's like murdoch's wife uh have like any real character at all she like yeah. is like there to kiss him mm-hmm. there to like cook dinner yeah. uh and like there to be like ah and scream yeah. but like there's no like she doesn't get an emotional scene like it you know neither does the well, i guess the daughter fares a little bit better but she's basically a damn yeah she's a damn in distress like, also also uh damsel in distress and then the other thing is like she just likes uh rigs yeah, yeah. which is very creepy like yeah, you do no feel like they're gonna develop it more it was at so, times, and then so they're just creepy. like, oh. I mean, it was a funny, I thought it was funny. Like, it was just like, oh, she's like, she sees this guy come over and she's like fawning over him, and like, Danny Glover. Okay, so this is what I have to say Danny Glover is so, I know Mel Gibson is really good in this movie. Danny Glover is so good. Oh, yes, man, yes, yeah. he is. And yeah. like, Mr. Oh. And like, in a way that I was like, again, like, this happens to us a lot, but like, I was like mad that like, this I know he works all the time, but like I still feel like he didn't get what he deserves because like Yeah. Like as much as like Mel Gibson is great and like really nails this character and like and like this is after he did Mad Max, so like yes, after, after so, like, all of them. Yeah, and like and like he it, it's not like necessarily a stretch for him to do this character. It's like a smart movie for him to do again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Makes sense. But like Danny Glover, like his career up until this point, you know, his biggest film was The Color Purple, you know, oh, right. and he and he like he he'd done a bunch of television shows like guest spots and stuff like that. He'd done a couple movies. Another movie was also about like not slavery, not but like, you know, the black struggle. Like it was like yeah, yeah. racist south. He was like in the yeah. racist south, like yeah. I forgot what the film is called, but like um so like he didn't really get to do too many of these uh roles where like his race wasn't a f- a factor like a real factor you know what i mean mm, it was like yeah. he got to do a juicy role of just like that would have probably went to a white guy but like this casting director was like i actually think danny glover is great you know she probably didn't even think too much i mean i'm sure she thought about the diversity but was like look there's no reason you can't have danny glover and i think he's an amazing actor you should get him in this movie yeah and like uh apparently the story i was just re- reading on wikipedia like the story goes like they they flew them in together and like within two hours like she black and like the director was like yeah this is it like they they had found so many things in the script moments where they were laughing and crying like that and the chemistry was just so so on point that they were like it's got to be these two it's got to be this guy i think mel gibson was already signed on so like yeah that's really what struck out for for me was like how great danny glover was and then the other thing that i have to say and we can get into this later on too but like shane black like his writing was great he makes a couple of mentions about police shooting black people yes, uh, yes. that the was kids, like i kids. was like whoa this it's, is yes. in 1987 bro yeah, yeah, yeah. like this was like when it was still kind of like low-key like people weren't really talking about it before black people King. were 
I know black people <laughs> were. But it wasn't in the, con- in the public conscious. No, it know? wasn't in the yeah. white public conscious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course black people were. But, like, you know, it, you know, it, it's not a huge point. It doesn't make a huge point about it. And I'm sure white people glossed over it. But, like, he did it enough in this way that was, like, I was, like, th- I was, like, Dude, good for you. Okay, like, so good because I wasn't sure. So it was so subtle that, that I wasn't sure if it was intentional. But it happened enough that I was like, I think he did it. And so the fact that you see it too. There are, two, mean, there are two reasons why. It was because one, like like uh, uh, either you or Jonathan was saying like about the fact that it was like all death. Like, the, like um, Danny Glover was like. You know, look, I shoot this guy in the leg and I don't kill him so we can question him. Right, yeah. And, like, Mel Gibson was, like, you know, shooting people to kill and he was like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I was like – I remember when it was brought up then, I was like, like, yeah, man, like, it's just so funny. He's making a commentary on police culture of, like, shoot to kill. Like, this, like, where it still happens today where, like, police are not trained to, like, shoot to disarm. Like, you shouldn't try to be killing the bad guys just because they're bad guys. You can defend yourself, but there is. But Danny Glover's like, look, I can defend myself and also not yeah. kill, kill this person. I mean, yeah. the little black kids were the most blatant. The little black kids literally. And then, yeah, when, when they, that scene when happened. When they show up, when the cops show up, the Woo! little black kids are always skeptical about, like, you gonna take them to jail? And then when they interview them, one of the little black kids says, don't talk to them. They're gonna put you in jail. They're gonna put you in yeah. jail. And then you kill people. The, and th- then the, the kid says, then the kid says, ask mama question. says, police. Policemen shoot black people. Is it true? Is that true? Oh yeah, they is say, that yeah, true? Is it true? And he is it keeps true? saying it over and over and over. Yeah. And Danny Glover he just gets does, no answer. Danny Glover just looks and is like, you know, doesn't say anything, which I thought was great because he's like, I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. I'm with you, little bro. Like that's what. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 But also, notes, like, I'm in. You know, I got all these cops. I'm a cop, so. In my notes, I wrote that 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 and specifically that yeah. that he doesn't answer is the most truthful moment. That has ever been in any movie. It's yeah. so true in, a, in it any movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that those are the things that really stuck out to me. But but then there were a couple others that I think are are probably silly, and maybe I was looking too closely at this yeah. movie. Well, do you want to bring them up now? Well, because they yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, I guess we can talk about it later. No, I'll talk ahead. about it later. What is it? Well, because they are later in the movie. They're like the end of the movie. Okay, yeah. Let's bring it up when we'll we get to it. I'll, I'll try to remind you. Like so, basically, for those who haven't seen this, you should see it. It's on Netflix. Like all of them are all on them Netflix, are, yeah. which I think has to be looped to the show. I think, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like, it's got it. All of a sudden, it was all of a sudden. They're all on yeah. Netflix. All of them, um, which is great. Um, but basically, you know, it starts with Dan- Danny Glover's character. He has a family. Uh, it's a very beautiful family, you know. He has a wife. He has uh, an older daughter, a younger daughter, and, a, and is it two daughters and a, and two a son? Daughters, yeah. yeah two daughters. One like is really a very young. funny like moment. He's in the uh, uh, he's in the bathtub. In the bathtub. Like, that's where we're trying first... to relax. Yeah. And then everyone comes in to wish him happy birthday, but yeah. it's like the worst thing that could ever happen, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm he telling was you, so man. Good, man. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm telling you. This. I, I'm not kidding. This is an Oscar worthy performance. The man. He's in the bathtub. He's 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 like taking a bath, relaxing. His entire family bursts through with a cut with a cake, and they're like kissing him. And he literally on his face shows both elation that his family is here, like recognizing this sweet thing, and then also like, I wish I could have just had my yeah. moment here. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he does both. He does both simultaneously, yeah. which is so truthful. And like it never happens. Actors no. never do this. Well, also it's like the thing of like, especially in these kind of movies. And I remember saying like, yeah. I think what's so important about this movie is this movie hired real. I don't want to say real actors, but this movie hired actors, like actors who hold, who can cry, who can have an emotional weight and still have them be in an action movie. You know, and the script actually led to that. The mere fact that he's in this tub and then he gets happy 
his family's there, and his oldest daughter, before she leaves, goes, you have a little gray in your beard. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden, very he, real. and then he looks in the mirror, next thing you know, he shaves it. You know, it's like, it's just a real, it's Shaves like, the beard. Yeah, yeah. And then has the running thing of like, I'm too old for this. Like, yep. and yet it's not, it doesn't feel like a catchphrase. Like, it becomes a catchphrase later on in the se- yeah. in the movies, but like, in this movie, it's like, even though it, it even though technically it is a catchphrase because he says it a couple times, it's like, it feels so natural. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, it feels like he's just like in tune with his like mortality all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. 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 He's 50 because he wakes up, he's 50 he years up, old. Yep. He's yeah. 50 and like, I mean, his wife, Lily makes one of his wives cooking and like she literally drops the eggs and she's like, don't step in eggs. He's like, oh yeah, why would I not think to look at the, why would I not think to watch out for eggs on the floor? It's like <laughs> little moments like that are just You know what's funny? My, my wife uh, pointed, like that, I've seen that scene 10,000 times, but uh, right away she was like, like she was so taken aback by the fact that the family burst into him while he was uh, naked. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty normal to me. Yeah. (laughs) No, but that was, it was weird to me because I was like, wait, it's no bubbles. Like it wasn't even a scene where it was like a bunch of bubbles and he was chilling. And this dude is just like naked in the tub. Yeah. I felt like, I don't know, my family, like, I don't think we would ever, like, we weren't bath people. So we didn't have this situation. But like, I feel like we were, like that wasn't as crazy to me, right? Uh, and so it's just interesting to, to, to look at it that way. Yeah, to me, it like just it defines who that family is, like right up top, without yeah, so having close. to say too much. You're like, I yeah, that's how close they are. Yeah, yeah I get this close. family. I get that he's really close with them, you know. And so then we uh, we kind of have this other scene um, with Mel Gibson, you know, introducing his character. Uh, oh, sorry. I guess the whole point of the maybe just the overall plot is just you have this guy who has a family, straight laced cop. He's getting a little old, but you know he's doing a good job. Then you have this other cop, Mel Gibson's character, who's just like crazy, he's suicidal. Rogue. You know, getting shipped around. He gets partnered up with Danny Glover, and they go and solve this like heroin case. That I don't. Hey think... man, this movie didn't have a coroner though. No, that's yeah. My character in the TV show is brand new. Oh. Yeah, yeah man nobody knows i like that <laughs> even you know what's funny to like now that we're loosely on the subject uh i, I swear this is not like plug central but i'll <laughs> oh, plug way. it is that we're what, doing lethal weapons <laughs> that's true <laughs> what's really cool to me about the tv show is that every kind of social thing that um the movie got a lot of social things right right yeah uh and the things that may have slipped by maybe because of the time or uh in the, the current situation in the 80s uh i feel like the show is correcting so like the the mother character is is now a strong female character, right. yeah, and she is a high powered attorney, and awesome. then and then the uh, the psychiatrist is around more, and you feel like she does have an actual influence on what's happening with the cops, and, right. and yeah. she's always around, and and it's no longer just like I'm showing up just to say this guy's suicidal and then I'm out. Right. You know, it's yeah, like she's yeah. around and like you, you know, and that's how you. Not, they're they're using it as a storytelling element, so you can find more and more exactly. about Rick. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then uh, and also the the. Uh, I was uh, talking about this at an interview the other day where it's like, the, for me, the thing I'm most proud about is that, like, they are continuing the the storyline of, like, these people just happen to be uh, racially, uh, you know, specific or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, they just that's just what it is. Like, we're just, like, seeing a slice of life of these people that happen to be black or Hispanic or whatever. Right. Like, I never talk about my character being Latino. Yeah. Like, the, uh, you know... Uh, Jordana Brewster, who's a psychiatrist, never talks about her like Latino side. Like you know, the the black family never like they just happen to be a black family, right? And yeah. it, all of a sudden, it's like one of the most diverse shows on TV. 
and and it's no it's but there's no stereotypes like whatsoever right yeah it's crazy Ooh. that's aw- that's awesome and hey, you gonna tell Janetta Brewster I love her right that'd be, yeah I mean <laughs> okay, the, the, sure the text is out the draft is I'm gonna make sure you said that, that, that uh, uh, this podcast you, loves it. yeah <laughs> man yeah so I don't know do you want to talk about that first scene where the white girl's naked and <laughs> jumps off of yeah I mean oh, yeah. I, yeah that's an awesome helicopter shot yeah like, yeah yeah too funny awesome shot I think it's I think it's very well I, I don't know like i th- it's an action movie it opens with a naked girl doing doing coke and then jumping off of uh, a building right uh, 80s baby and i was like yeah, and i was really like there's so 80s. it's so 80s uh but then part of me was also like this doesn't feel like so maybe this is me being a guy and not a, a girl, woman. Excuse me. Whoa, dude. <laughs> uh, Whoa. Uh, Honestly, but like, but no. But I just thought that, like, uh, I thought that there was taste to it. Is that weird? No, it's not weird. I, I there was a part. Of, there was she a part of me. She didn't have to be. She did there was not. A, there was a but part of me that was always, like, you don't have to have show nudity. Yeah, yeah, like, right, yeah, almost always. Yeah, it's like it's always like why? No, I immediately I was immediately I was like. 80s movies, man. They they always have to have women naked. They can't stop it. Yeah. But then there was another part of me that was like, there is like the way that they're doing, like her shirt is kind of open and like there's like wind like pulling a little bit. It's like it did feel a little like, bit I mean, artistic. Like it, did... like it didn't feel like blatant, like yeah. just like here's a gratuitous like boob shot. Also, like, at that, at that yeah. point, Jingle Bell Rock faded out. Now it's just like straight up saxophone, right? Yeah. Like, yeah and, is, like, is, and like, and like, and it, and it, they take, I, th- I feel like this movie takes like the, the like death seriously yeah mm. whereas like a lot of 80s action movies were like whatever like let's just be killing people left and right you know what i mean mm-hmm. like robocop is so brutally violent, so violent. Yeah. yeah and bro. like in a way that's unapologetic and they don't really care like they don't like deal with the vi- like there's not like stakes to it like it's not like every life matters like it's like we're just gonna kill a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. and in this movie it feels like every person who dies they're like that sucks hey, man, you know what i mean rephrase all lives matter into every life matters yeah, but every life, but the, but the, but the continuation of that sentence. Is, I go do that. No, time out for a second, James. I go do that. No, I go start that here. Try to make it seem like I'm saying every life matters. You know saying? I don't black. care about those lives. I care about black lives only. Black lives matter. Ain't it good, Josh? No, but what you're saying is true, though, because like, this, like every time someone dies, for instance. It's always remembered. Like every person that rigs shoots, mm-hmm. uh, Murtaugh brings up as like literally yeah. the whole running thing of it is it's a big deal. And it's interesting to me that this movie even touches on like one of the earlier scenes with Riggs when we were get to get to see him in the field is him going undercover like on this like cocaine bust. Yeah. Or whatever, right? Oh right. Like so he's undercover on this cocaine bust. They don't believe he's a cop. Um, he pulls out his gun. He was a hundred. He's like a hundred. Yeah. yeah. He pulls out a hundred dollars. They're like, and he barely gets a hundred. You idiot. He barely gets the hundred too. That's like, the crazy on, part. Yeah, that was so funny. But like the thing is, so so the shootout happens, and he chases the guy down, right? And well, first he does the he, his the the first time he ever did the rolling. Yeah, he does the oh, rolling gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's insane. I mean, he's fantastic. It's insane. I mean, he's <laughs> also, he, he somehow just dodges. Immediately starts shooting. Like, yeah, but he dodges like the guy who's hiding in the truck with a shotgun. Like, how'd you? <laughs> yeah, I don't how'd know you how. do that? The dude was so close, and yeah. he just like literally stepped out the way. But when he's chasing the last guy, he grabs him, and he has this moment of like pissed that the guy didn't shoot him. Right, and he's just like, to me, seeing a cop. 
even an undercover cop just like aggressively holding a person that close with the person being in fear for some reason just jumped to today for some reason yeah, yeah totally. and all those shots of just like you know people being choked out and like people literally being fearful of the people who are supposed to protect them yeah even this, even though this guy was a bad guy it was like the, the the craziness in his face and even the cop that comes up and says hey Riggs Riggs the cop lets him do it for a second. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a right. hot second. The cop lets no, it go, yeah. and then it's like, right. "All right, Riggs, Riggs." It's yeah. like, man, this is. Yeah, and in that scene, by the way, he like the guy had a first had a gun to his head, and Riggs was like, "Do it, shoot me, shoot me." Ah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's when the crazy eyes came yeah, in, yeah, man. Yeah. I it was this scene where I got mad at my childhood self for not understanding that Mel Gibson was he's Australian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For, but for not understanding that because his accent. In in just this scene in particular, <laughs> like you're like, wait, you just said that. Yeah, it's suspect like, as shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was sounds... the same way though. I didn't know for years that he was Australian. And that's and I, but it now feels insane that I that it didn't yeah. come out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yo, you're listening to him right now. He's like, he's like, he goes like, he's like, uh, uh, do it. You know what I mean? Like he has like a lot. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, he got the classic moment. What a bro. weird voice that you just put in the way. But we have a real Australian in the move watching us. And well, just... no, but I'm tra- I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to do the, an Australian accent. I'm trying to do his a, yeah, Mel accent. Gibson doing an American accent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which sounds like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it does. It's yeah, like, it has a weird twang. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I mean, wait, I don't know what else. Can, I, can I talk about? Mel, I mean, not Mel Gibson, Danny Glover for a second. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because again, like I, you know, I like to call. I call actors by their the most popular movie name. So like Mister, mm-hmm. um, as I will Stop. refer to him for the rest of the movie, <laughs> Mister, for instance, Damn. in this movie, it's like he's so he's so, and it it comes from the script, but he's so well written because to me this was the first time, and um, Desi, you brought it up, him just in the tub with his kids, and his, each one of his kids kisses him in the mouth, says happy uh, birthday, and leaves, and like this dad. The next time you see him, he's coming down the steps, playing with his kids, and the, like mm-hmm. his sister, I mean, the daughter's friend comes, steals bacon. He takes the bacon, eats it. He's super playful, super like, he's a dad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a dad. He also is a cop who cares about people. And to me, this was like, he was, I don't even know what to call him, because he wasn't the uh, the exceptional Negro in this movie. No. He was a dude. He's a regular. And it was like just a regular guy. guy. And it threw me off. Because on this podcast, we was like, oh, where's the, where's the doctor? Where's this? We got it in this movie, yeah. and it was it was jarring to me. It always made me be like, "What? If it worked here, not only yeah. that Where too, but there are like there are like several just black cops that are just there also like interacting with him, yeah. which I thought was like something that was so cool about the movie. The fact that race so wasn't a thing for so much of yeah. it, yeah, and like. I really love like speaking to the normalcy of it. Like there was the moment where his daughter comes down uh like oh, yeah. she's like oh i'm going out you know I'm, this is my prom dress or something like that right and she's wearing this like you know a very lovely dress but also like a little bit revealing and like he's looking at her but like instead of playing like the classic like you're not wearing that and like yelling he's just like he literally's just like uh i'm oh you know like kind of like and, he's stutters, himself, like, yeah. and, it, yeah. and then he <laughs> and says then he, and then he oh what is he what is he he, mum- he mumbles he goes he goes heartbreaker Heart something rate. like that, right? Yeah. Like where he's just like, oh yeah, like, yeah, like something about his heart. Yeah, where it was just like this. That was amazing. It's a real like, moment, man. Oh man, yeah, dude. Really, even really even him, it. even him. One of my one of my favorite scenes in this movie 
Because I think, and it, this, again, Danny Glover, Mel Gibson, chemistry is so good. But Danny Glover, um, when he's rushing home uh, after Riggs gets shot, he realizes, like, they're going to his house. He rushes home, sees a note they have the kids, and he gets the phone call. I advise you to wait by the phone so you can find out where to meet us. He holds the phone, right? And all of a sudden, and it's such a, such a directory thing, the camera, like, slowly moves from the phone up to him. Riggs comes in, and you just see everything on his face. Yeah. Everything. He just, not even loud, but like not even a whisper. He just goes, they took, they took my kid. Yeah. And, it's just, and they just sit. They both stand there for a second. Riggs takes the phone and he walks over. And then the next shot is literally Riggs with the phone and just him and his wife holding, holding each other. Mm. And it's like, he just has this face of just like, that's a black family that's just there. And it's like, I, it was just so cool to me. And this dude had, he didn't cry. Yeah. Like, cause that's one of those scenes like an actor would have been like, oh, my daughter's gone. Let me cry. But he had a look of just heartbreak and terror. Yeah. Right. You know? Even like, even like, that reminds me of like his discovery in the, in the beginning of the movie when he's discovering that like, oh, I got, he got this call from, you know, from the, the, the general character. Right. You know, like he, he's like, he remembers that and then, and then, and then he goes to the crime scene and then he like connects like, oh shit, that's, you know, like when he, that's yeah, his when he connects all those things yeah. and then has to call the guy, like he, there's, I don't know. It feels very real. Feels very honest. Yeah, think about his own family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he calls yeah. the wife. He has to call the wife to get the phone number. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. his acting was his acting was superb. You're right. You know what, John? You're right. This is like, I mean, he has so many levels of being tough. Being seeing a black man be vulnerable to me, to see any man be vulnerable in a movie is to me very great to see. But black men are also. We're known to be so tough and to be so guarded and to be so protective. But to see a guy do all of those things but also be vulnerable and cry, to, yeah. see, a, to see a man cry to me is like such a moment because that means he has let down his guard right. and everyone is watching it. You know what's right. interesting about it too is that his vulnerability comes from a place of high status still mm-hmm. where yeah. it's not just like down and out character being yeah. vulnerable because everything sucks. Right. It's yeah. just like, no, he's vulnerable in a, in a, in a, but he's still on top. Still yeah. on top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you never feel like even, uh, I mean, we're jumping around, but like that scene. So there's like a scene where him and Mel Gibson are at a shooting range and, and he's, and they're like kind of comparing their oh, shots. Yeah. And like, and, and Danny Glover, like, you know, he, he does the thing, he gets his, uh, target, uh, paperback and you're looking at it. It's like pretty good. Like he, uh, he hit the person like at every point, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, it's like a little scattered, but it's all like on the person. And then like, Mel Gibson gets his back, and it's like a perfect square box, like right yeah. in where the heart is, uh, and and like, but Danny Glover's like, it's like, okay, cool, like, hold on, man, watch, watch this, like, and then he does it again, and he shoots, and he like directly hits the person in the center of the head. He's like, see, and Mel Gibson does it again, puts it all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> like a you that scene? That was so good at how long Dude. he just. Wa- it was a wait. Yeah, yeah. he waits. Yeah, he did so, it in real time, and he whistles, but like it's just real time, real time. <laughs> yeah. Can I say though that what bothered me so much about that is then in the next scene the helicopter's there and he misses every shot. <laughs> like he should have at least. You can't have him perfectly hit this 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 uh this target from well, all the way it's back. It's a moving target. And then man, he does no. He should have got he should have got one hit in. Like target, just it's the wind. It's the wind. I know, he man. Was, he was shooting. He was shooting into. I'm the, sure like, he hit. Up. I'm sure he they, hit the helicopter. They made such a big deal about it's how true. good the scene right before it. They yeah. Yeah. There was a part of me. There was a part of me when the guy was like, "There's some bad news." I thought he was gonna be like, 
I this gun hit my t- yeah. tank and this plane, this <laughs> cop is going, going down. down. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we're trying to defend it so hard, but it is stupid. It's, yeah, it's, so so it's, it's just so a fun dumb. scene. It's just a fun scene. But, in, but the se- I, in the second movie, though, there's like he does shoot a helicopter down easily. Uh, okay, well then there you go. I mean, yeah. because they set it up. Yeah. There's yeah. history for it. Yeah, but it, so just just one more thing about uh, Danny Glover, like because John said, like I, I I watching this movie. Um, when I think about like Mister's career. Uh, like I feel, like Danny I feel Glover's like, career. I hate you so much it's not Mister's career. It's Danny <laughs> Yo, what, Glover's. What's Viola Davis's character in The Help? Like, could you imagine yeah. he just? Hey, hey don't do that. It, well, uh, that's basically hey, what hey. you're doing to Danny Glover right now. Yep. No, I'm no, I'm not. Yep. No, I'm not. <laughs> yep. No, I'm not. I know. The help I, is the help is different. You're right. The help is different. Mister, no, no. You take that back. You take it back, John. It's right. close, I'm so man. mad. Yo, first of all, don't ever watch. Have you seen The Help? I have not. Good. Don't Neither ever watch. Neither have I. It. Oh, really? Don't. Yeah. Anyway, hey, man. If we get a guest that makes me watch the movie, I'm probably going to lose my shit. But anyway, <laughs> I think of Mister's career, right? So Mister had the color purple. He had this movie which made a bunch of money, right? And I feel like we know what happened to Mel Gibson after, right? He was already big, but Mel Gibson like became huge. Yeah. Why are you calling Mel Gibson Mel Gibson, but you calling Danny Glover Mister? Mister. I know that's messed up. When we, I mean. Braveheart? We call him Braveheart. <laughs> we call him, all right, fine, Braveheart. <laughs> but then, it's, but it, the problem. Is, this is my problem. The problem with Mel Gibson is that Mel Gibson has had a bunch of characters where it's like he could be Mad Max, he could be Braveheart. Anyway, also, also his name in the color purple is Albert. They, she calls him Mister. <laughs> I know, but like, bro, I'm not even call calling him, him by the I'm character call name. Him, hey, hey, Whoopi call him Mister. There's this scene. I'm in, call him there's Mister. this scene in Roots. When Kutakente is strapped and they're whipping him and they're telling him that his name is not his name. Are you you are doing you? that to Danny Glover? Right? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, dog. Did you wow. just... All right, I'm trying to look at his career. Wow. Yo, did you just do that to me? You got mad real. You did it to Danny You pressured me in the call. You just, you just pressured me in the call and Danny Glover by his name. Yes, by his... By his government by his name, mother bro. given name. Dude, this got real. Who are... <laughs> A fine, fine. You just call him Murtaugh. He's no. You could call him Murtaugh in this case. In this context. Anyway, anyway you were making a point, and we derailed you. I know yeah, so sorry, much. Sorry. I don't even remember what it was. Something oh, about his. Career. Oh, it was about, okay about Mister's career, right? All right, <laughs> Predator so, Two. Yeah. So when I think about when I think about Mister's career, like he did Predator Two, <laughs> but I think about Mister. I think of um uh Morgan Freeman a lot, like side by side, like uh, uh and I, I hate to compare careers, but I feel like um Mister also coming out of. The Color Purple, and this movie proved he could act, right? Yeah. He proved he could act, and at this point, and yes, Mel Gibson was in it, but Mel Gibson wasn't huge in America. He proved he can make money. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like some of these these jobs like, you know, Shawshank and and just just these, just these elaborate roles, but I think I think Mr. is actually doing commercials right now, and there's no diss to commercials, but I'm just saying, like, he's doing commercials now, and I'm like, this dude, to me, is a legendary actor. He's like the black... I mean, I remember watching The Color Purple in, in school, yeah. Like we had to read the book and then we had to watch the movie. And I remember watching him and being like, "Yo, I was terrified of him." Like it lasted for years, and I'm like, "Why? Why is he not? Uh, uh, why is he not like the older guy that's like in some movie that I, I don't know? Where you is know this? It might have been a choice. You yeah, think? It, possibly. It, that's yeah. It is possible because he was, was he was in. I remember seeing him in in Saw, and I was like, I felt like it was a comeback for me. Yeah. Oh, he we, was he great was in Saw. Saw. He we, was great in Saw. We've talked about like Angels uh, in the Outfield. I'm looking at oh, his Oh right. Oh he's yeah, he's in the outfield. I mean, but he's, he's like so good in that movie. He's a smaller character in that movie uh, for sure. Uh but like I've brought up before, Gone like fishing. who uh, who <laughs> was a household name like gr- 
growing up. And like while while Mel Gibson is a huge star, Danny Glover was more of a household name than Mel Gibson was in my in in my household. Even though Mel Gibson was in way more movies, and I and that's probably just because. He was you know, black. Uh, he was black, and mm-hmm. you know. No, I just, I'm just no reason I'm bringing it up because I, 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 like, like John said, that is you know, because he was black. He was no, so I mean, great. yeah, that, that's why I yeah. think it's to your point, it's not problem. Yeah, but he was so great. Like and the thing is, like if you look at, I mean, just certain scenes. I know we keep jumping around, but like even at the end, when like uh, he's never been nominated for for anything, an Academy right? Award. What about he didn't get he it was, for the Color Purple? No, bro, bro, he no. was so good in the Color Purple. Man. Yeah, they didn't, they don't. It was like one at a time. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Whoopi got a nomination. They're like, cool, cool, cool. I mean, it, it, it's interesting because, I mean, like this dude does such great work and he has a, a, a catalog of great work. And yeah, of course, he has like those straight to DVD movies like, you know, almost everyone legitimately does. But like, but. I don't think he's done those movies because like the I, I, I legitimately don't think the, the uh, career choices were as broad as like some of his white counterparts who are doing equal if not maybe sometimes lesser work than he yeah, was he, you did know predators, he did predators yeah he, he did predators, did predators too. predator he did too predators. that honestly is like the biggest you know and then he's in he's he is he's he did other movies he was like uh supporting roles in other movies as well yeah. like he was in the royal tenenbounds and like he's uh, done like wait. stuff like he's a working actor he's been, been things but like first of all he was i looked up but yeah he was like 40 years old when this movie when Lethal Weapon came out. Yeah. 40-something. Yeah. And, you know, like, he's he's an older guy already. Yeah. Like, so, you know, he didn't have... His prime wasn't too much. You know what I mean? Like, even when you think about yeah. Predators, like, he was already, like... He's, like, 40s, you know, doing, like, a, a very yeah. heavy action movie. And... But they didn't give him those, like, the George Clooney roles. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. he wasn't exactly. getting that kind of stuff. But like, exactly, like, like, a a... 40-year-old black man is old, right? Like, where... And he's, like, he's retired. He's he's retired. He's playing, what, 50 in this? He's playing 50. He's playing 50. In, 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 the, in the movie. And so, so my, my question, right? We've, we've said this, we've said this before, but like that we think that the, the, the true lead of the, the true lead of the movie is Danny Glover. But the lethal weapon that they say in the movie is Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson's right? first build. And he's for, and Mel Gibson is first build. So like, I mean, I feel like that in a, he is 40 in this, but like, Tom Cruise just did the like the fifth. Well, most Mission of Impossible, most of our, yeah. he's fifty. Yeah. Most of our action heroes are old now. Like, yeah, I mean, you think like Tom Cruise, Will Smith, uh, uh, was it Robert Downey Jr. is in mm-hmm. his fifties. Um, Hugh Bruce Jackman Willis is, is almost in his fifties. Bruce Willis stuff. is the oldest man alive, still doing <laughs> action <laughs> hero How action. The Rock is almost fifty. Rock is forty five. Mm-hmm. Whoa, for real? Mm-hmm. Wait, let me look. Wow, it. I think the it's like, Rock, I think, like, baby. To, to, uh, I, I want to be devil's advocate for a second, but not yeah. in a no. It, no, it's good. It's good. To no, we no, but I also it. don't have an example to back, <laughs> sure. back it up. But I feel like that whole thing, like there's there's plenty of movies. Maybe we could you know synergize or something. Come yeah. up with one, but like where you look back on them, you're like, why didn't this person blow up? Right, and the yeah. other person did. You know, regardless of demographic and like race and stuff, so yeah. I wonder like that's what I was saying before. Maybe it was a choice, or maybe like uh, maybe he just wanted to do things that were different that didn't like also propel him further. Or, right. like, I mean, like in Rain Rain Man, Tom Cruise is like fifty three or something, like playing a fifty three year old, and he's in his twenties or something. So Rain Man, what are you talking about? I brought I brought that up because in this, Danny Glover has always been old, right? Yeah, but. Oh, but the whole the, point of what we're talking about is that like 40s is actually not 
You know what I mean? It's not that old for Hollywood. I, so the, my only my my thing about the my thing about like maybe it was his choice is that one, it doesn't seem like he didn't do a bunch of sellout movies. Like he didn't do a bunch of movies that we would think of like oh he was just taking a paycheck. Yeah, and he also didn't stop working. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like to me, it's like well, it's not like he was like I want to stop working and be with my family. And it also wasn't like, oh, I'm just doing these movies because I'm trying to make the most yeah. bank. He was doing movies. It's just like, the, the, I don't know. For whatever reason, they weren't as high as clout. Now, it could be that he chose the wrong scripts. That's very possible. But, like, I don't know. Like, he wasn't – it wasn't the same. And and also the fact that this was he was 40, I was like, my man was probably really, really – because his acting career goes back until, you know, a couple – at least nine years before this, he mm-hmm. was doing TV stuff. So I'm like, this dude was probably very, very good then, and it took him this long to break. But you know, all, but and it happens, happens like with that. white people all the time, obviously. But Steve it happens Carell, more with African Americans, and then I we find out the ages. Like, was it? Uh, I remember there was a, this, this 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 interview with um, Idris Elba, and Idris Elba talks about his struggle in New York when he moved to New York. Idris Elba said he did not get an on camera job till he was 31, going on 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Wow, and then if you look at like and the people that we think now are super young, I mean, not so much Michael B. Jordan, but look at Chad Bozeman. Chad Bozeman isn't a young dude. Like I mean, I mean, right? I'm like, gonna he's get... like he's 37. Go, matter of fact, is he, he might really? be 38, 39 right now. My yeah. wow. my first yeah. whatever it is, my first major whatever it is, will happen in my mid 30s. Same here, mid and, or late. 30s. I mean, yeah. th- like if, 30, if it happens at all, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> we're already at that point. Yeah. Anthony Mackie, <laughs> Anthony Mackie is the same, close to the same age as um, Chad Bozeman. He is. In his late thirties, yeah. Jamie Foxx is in his mid to late forties. Like these, like Jamie Foxx hit it young. Though. I mean, he he did hit it young because he was stand up. But I'm saying when it comes to like traditional acting or whatever, yeah. like it's, it's true. That's actually a great point. Holy crap! Like, yeah. Tradition because traditional, traditional acting, acting, route, acting for black. That's yeah, the without thing, comedy. man. God without without comedy, without comedy. Without Think about comedy it. Without the else. without the person making themselves famous first, either by yeah. music, Will Smith, right? Yep. Or comedy, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy yeah. Like you the. Black Think people, of Sam Jackson. just being actors, like Denzel is probably the closest, and 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 Denzel is Denzel. He's the yeah, greatest right. actor of all time. Period. Yeah, but, but also, but you know also, what I mean? Like it's like crazy. Yeah. But also think about think yeah. about Sam Jackson. Think about Denzel. Sam Jackson, Denzel Den- started I in mean, New York. Sam Jackson took forever. Yeah, forever. But they started at the Negro Ensemble in New York City, right? Mm-hmm. They did these plays. Denzel got a uh, carbon copy when he was in his 20s. Didn't work again for years. Yeah. By the time he worked again, he was in his early 30s. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the time you saw Sam Jackson, he was in his 30s. Right. And, and like, and uh, yeah. And like, what do you call it? I feel like he was, I feel like Denzel was like 36 or whatever when Mighty Quinn came out. Yeah. So and like that's that. the one that like yeah. helped him. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. so, like, Glory, he was, <laughs> Glory came out. Let's not remember. Denzel Washington might be 60, 61 right now. Yeah. So yeah, when Glory came out that got him that Oscar nomination, he was mid to late 30s. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan right now is the only one that's well, Michael, But right Michael now? B., but also what Michael B. had the benefit of, Michael B. started when he was like, what? He was a, yeah, oh, he was a, he was like, he was a kid. All right. But, so he, but he managed out. to. Was that? Child, so child, child actors out. out. Comedy out. But he, but he also no because child actors at? aren't out because no, but I'm just saying no that happens for what it's like Leonardo DiCaprio was a child actor yeah, but, but but it's it's rare that a that a black child actor makes the it's rare that any child actor makes the transition but what Michael B Jordan has done is insane but, right? except for Michael, women but that's only because they, the they Hollywood industry treats women like they only want you when you're young anyway yeah, right, right, right. yeah but also think about like I think Desi what you were pointing at is like all right. 
let's take the the, the crop of like famous actors, right? Well, okay. not famous, but working young black actors, right? Yeah. You take out, you know, YouTube, music, being a child. Like, I'm talking about like a child, like starting from like you're 12. Mm-hmm. So yeah, actors just... like in their, say, 21 to 30 right now, who we got? Uh, oh, I still count Shamik more. I mean, I, I would... I think it, I think Wait, it's okay to we count. We don't Shameik. count Shamik. Well, Shamik no, is a YouTuber. I mean, not, it, I that's not. I just don't. I don't think his. I don't think his. Though, yeah, right? I mean, he was, but I, I don't think his popularity really came. I, yeah, I don't I think agree. that's why he got his. I agree. Shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but either way, like we're hard. And you got John Boyega. You know. Yes, John Boyega. Oh, yeah. Yes, John Boyega. Thank it. I forgot uh, about John Boyega. How old is he? He's he's young. Right? He's, oh, he's yeah, one. No, no, no. I think he's like twenty three. Oh, yeah. But, and so, yeah. like, would we would we count him? Oh, as no, that? maybe not. Actually, maybe he is like twenty. He how old was he? He he was like what sixteen when he did Attack the Block. Yeah, that came so out. Do we count him though as a child? Oh, right, he might be child actor. Oh, because well, oh, Michael B was like fifteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. So. But the thing is, like, we're still talking about like the criteria is still like the. The specificity of like not having those other jump off points, but also like household name. Is that word? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's how, because the only reason I say that is because you have like these young actors now, like these white guys, who we often talk about like uh like the Sam Worthingtons of the world, who like get this shot very early on out of nowhere. Mm. And there are a lot of like I feel like young white actors who are in their twenties who are actors. I mean, some of my friends, I wouldn't her name them legitimately didn't go to like a famous acting school to get some showcase they were just like legitimately like white dudes who wanted to act and like they got the chance somehow whereas i feel like for african-americans if you're an actor you have to do so much stuff to prove it like yeah, i think about oceans to... right now and this is no this is rihanna i love rihanna but rihanna's in this movie where i'm like you could have put an act yeah. you could have put an actress in it and the thing is the reason we don't have that many people of color Getting nominated for Oscars because most of our people who are in these movies you have aren't a, training. Yeah, not people. most, but definitely a, good a lot. Chunk, yeah. a, a good chunk, yeah. yes, a good chunk. What, what were you, you gonna, gonna say? say? No, I was gonna say, uh, what's his face? Too um, embarrassed. I don't remember his name right now. He's the one that plays the. Uh, he was Basquiat. And what? He was what? Basquiat, the Basquiat, the uh, the painter. And what oh. In uh, the Basquiat movie. Uh, oh. Fucking, what's his name? Who was also Good in, for in, you for knowing that. Yeah. yeah. No, he's is, he's in the Bond <laughs> movies right now as the new uh, Felix. Oh, oh, wait. Is he? Who? Wait. Oh, 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 oh. He was in Shaft too, right? The new Shaft? No, he was in the old Shaft. Um, uh, I don't uh, think uh, so. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my gosh. He's one of the best actors of all time. <laughs> I know. Um, that's right. Oh, my gosh. He was in what? He's also, if you look in the new version of Shaft, um, he's he plays a, a Latino. He plays like one of the um, Latin bad guys. Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, totally, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, Jeffrey Yo, Wright, I'm Jeffrey so Wright. Oh, Jeffrey Wright is the bomb. Jeffrey Wright. That it took us that long. Wait, why are we talking Wright? about but Jeffrey Wright? The reason I bring him up is because like, uh, like, like Jean Michel Basquiat is is arguably the most well known African American painter of all time. Got yeah. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably. And so, and then they did a movie about him that Jeffrey Wright played him in, and that's a huge biopic. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I forget, I forget the other people that are in the movie, but like, yeah. but my point is that like that's a thing that usually propels somebody very easily into yeah. the into the Academy Award category, mm-hmm. right? Was, but did he get a nomination? Has he ever gotten one? Sim- no, Similarly, no. what's no. His name said the same thing. Like Anthony Mackie was like, "How did I do the two? Uh, how did I do the two Spike Lee movies that nobody saw? You know, like he won a Golden Globe for Angels in America TV miniseries. All right, sorry. Uh, okay. No, no, yeah, just, just. Um, yeah, how do you win an award for something that nobody saw? Yeah, how, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so that was a good tangent, but let, let, anyway, to back to the movie, basically, you know, they meet up. <laughs> We're sorely, uh, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Mel Gibson's crazy. Mel Gibson's crazy. Uh, they, they have this scene that we kind of briefly mentioned where, you know, uh, there's a there's a jumper. Mel Gibson just goes up there and basically is like, "Hey, man!" Like trying to talk him down. Uh, and then you know, in, in an, another good example of uh, intensity, intense. Oh and, yeah, and going from zero to 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 a hundred right away. Yeah, of the guy, he's fucking around with the guy with a cigarette here. You know, yeah, he's the, like, "Here, have a cigarette." Yeah, oh, there it goes. Bye bye, whatever the keys, or whatever. But then when the guy keeps Handcuffs on still him, yeah. fucking around, then he's like, "Do you really want to jump?" And then immediately he's just like crazy. <laughs> like he's instantly. immediately crazy. Instantly. He's like, "You want to jump? I'll jump. Let's jump!" And then he jumps, and you're like, "What?" And, and also, then you realize, and also because the other guy that who was previously the crazy man in the situation was like, just like, "No, no, dude." <laughs> <laughs> like he goes like, and then when they land, he's like, "Help! This guy's Help, trying to kill me!" Kill me. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing scene. Um, oh my god! And uh, and then they they figure out that like. Um, uh, that she was she was drugged. She was killed. Mm-hmm. You know. They go to like some place. They killed this dude. They're like, I guess that was it. Well, Mel- which is crazy too is that they were just kind of going on like a like a recon mission. Yeah, that recon. Was it. Like, let's just go talk to these people. Yeah, they see two women just having cocaine, cutting cocaine. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's a homicide because the guy yeah, the guy shot at them first. Guy though. shots at him first. The guy shoots at them. Danny Glover shoots him in the True. leg. He goes over. He's like, "See how I shot him in the leg and didn't kill him, so we right. can question him now." So now go ahead, handcuff him. See. And then when he's going to handcuff him, the guy pulls out another gun. Right. And he's about to shoot Danny Glover. Mel Gibson kind of hits him out the way and, like, shoots him. Twice in the chest. Twice in the chest. And then he, like, falls into and then he drove a pool. Into the, that was, like, had a... Oh, sorry. Had a pool cover. Oh, yeah. Um, Which is and everyone's then, like, nightmare. Yeah. And then yeah. drowns, even though he was going to die from those gunshots anyway. They went to try to save him. They can't. That's a terrible death, though. Dude. Oh, a man horrible. got shot That's in the leg. shot and then drowns. <laughs> like, he got shot in the and leg. Then and then he says... Oops. oops. Yeah, oops. After, kind of after, after probably the worst death in the movie, so he just like, goes, oops. Plus, they had that great shot of the guy's death face, like, wrapped up in the plastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Danny Geller yells at him, and then later on apologizes. He's like, you did save my life, though, so, like, thank you for that. Uh, and they go to, like, um, how do they figure out, how does he, oh, how does he figure out that the general is involved? Because he starts being sketchy. So, yeah. Because he goes talk to him and he's like, "How did you know? Like, like, why did you want me to to get your daughter out yeah. so bad?" But wait, but the but the reason why he the, he does that it's it's after the um, it's after the explosion and the uh and the and oh right because they so they think they, they feel like oh the 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 woman who was a prostitute who talked to the cops and said I saw the whole thing they figure like actually it seems like she was a part of this right yeah you know yeah, he finds it, the, the explosive device yeah. it's like very so they go uh, to her house and they have that very cool shot where they're like both walking to the house and then it explodes <laughs> yeah yeah and then we get the black and they're like huh pretty thin because they're saying like it's a pretty thin uh theory and they're like, yeah, pre- still a pretty thin theory, huh? Like, clearly, this woman was uh, involved. Lo- yeah. And they got killed off. Yeah. Because he finds the, the sophisticated ex- explosive device. Exactly. He's like, this is something that's not just... And the, right. kids, to the, and the general. kids also notice uh, Mel Gibson's army tattoo. tattoo. The army, tat. the army tat. And then after that, that's... But then that's why he's he's goes up to him and is like, what? You're not telling me the whole story. Yeah. not telling me yeah. the whole story. Uh, he's like, yeah, man, it's freaking heroin. We've been doing... Which is a real thing, by the way. Right? Like... Military people like bringing in heroin. It's yep. 
It, really? If you really think about really? it, oh yeah, but that's what Howard, Frank. Yeah. That's what uh, Frank Castell or whatever the American Gangster, Denzel. That's how he. That's how he. Did, oh, he did it, word. but he wasn't the only one who did it. Yeah, yeah. But, he yeah. put them in the caskets. I mean, this is the right. thing. This is the whole thing. Like black people say all the time is like, we didn't go to Columbia and get drugs. Y'all brought that stuff into yeah, our yeah, communities yeah. and then used black people to tear themselves apart. And like, it's, it, it sounds like a, it sounds like a conspiracy theory because it's so horrible, but it's true. Right. Yeah, because I mean, think about it, like, like they always. Like, it's almost so in weird every how movie. awful that it is true. But yeah, but think about it, like, yeah, no one just wakes up with like a Colombian connection. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Like, that's just I not mean, a, the military did. It's the and the thing ex-military. Is, what's yeah. crazy? And I've said this already. I just want to say it again because I'm thinking about it. But like, I've heard that you know over and over, like, like drugs were brought to America, blah blah blah, blah. and it was always like, yeah, I mean, I guess I get. But then like, just the way they explicitly say it in Straight Outta Compton, where he's just like. I don't know. Do I look like I know anyone in Columbia? Like, I mean, it's there, just there's there's a great film called Kill the Messenger that talks about um, a writer for a newspaper. Yeah. I can't remember the paper, and he literally finds out about it, has documents, and then people break his like like tear his life apart for wanting to break this information. Right. Out. Like he finds out like specific people, specific people from um, certain. Uh, military factions who are bringing things into South Central in particular, mm-hmm. and they like tear his life apart. Crazy. Um, so they find that out. Wait, is there something you want to make? Just, about just, the scene? and I just loved that. I loved that be- as a as a a military man uh, uh, with this understanding, like of all this stuff that I think we're talking about. Murtaugh says after after the the guy gets shot, he's like, "You got off." Yeah. Like that, oh, you know what I mean? Snap. Like yeah. it's yeah, like a right. very uh, uh, powerful moment. I think uh, that's that's just like, and they don't like super explore it. He just is very angry that you know, like the good name of like uh, of American, the American military is like being uh, squandered by this yeah high powered guy, you know. And as a fellow military man, he hates that. Like yeah, he, right, it, right. It, yeah, yeah. Woo. So. Yeah. Uh, and he gets shot up by the uh, Gary Busey by, and yeah, by Gary Mr. Busey, Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> oh yeah, that was such a weird, yeah. great villain. He's a great villain. Dude, when he gets burns introduced, yeah, when he gets introduced and he burns his arm like that, it's awesome. I mean, that's great acting too. <laughs> yeah. It's just like his facial <laughs> yeah. features. It just like is. I mean, he does a good job. Great, um, but also, and the white people in the movie are the bad, are the bad guys. Yep, yeah. white people are the bad guys. And technically, the whiter they are, the better they are because uh, he had the bleach blonde hair. True. And then, the ultimate bad guy had all gray hair. Straight up so Aryan. Like, Straight up Aryan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, you know. <laughs> oh, um, and then, I don't know, we jump jump around a bit. They they try to kill him. They they try to kill Riggs first. They shoot him with a shotgun, but he was wearing a vest. So that scene is intense. Though. Yeah. It is intense, man. That every scene, scene, every so scene with, like, with, with gunshots, they make, they really play up, like, the stakes of the violence of like yeah. of like somebody's about to die like the suicide scenes like the scene where we see yeah. Riggs like in hey, his that's home that's a beautiful scene yeah like, that's great acting the ocean. it's really great yeah. acting that's that's a great gun acting. puts it in his mouth I mean, just, just a shotgun scene when he gets shot think about how many movies you see someone get shot and then yeah it hurts for a second but then they're like running down the street next thing <laughs> right no. he is so hurt that he can't walk out mm-hmm. right you know what I'm saying like and, it affects him. He's the for the whole time they're in the car. Sorry, the whole time they're in the car, he is constantly trying to get air to his chest yeah. by pulling. Like the whole time he's in the car, he's literally just messing with the vest, trying to get air. And yeah, like, yeah. But that's the detail, actors. Yeah, it's not glossing over anything. Nope, yeah. everything's real. Yeah. Uh, we get to that scene where we were mentioning earlier, where they're you know he gets back to his place. He's like, they know where I live. There's a note. Uh, 
that says we have your daughter, you know. So then they they kind of devise this plan where they they because they think that Riggs is dead, uh, they drop him off like in the middle of they're like meeting in the middle of the desert. Yeah, and they drop him off early so he has a snipe. He has a a sniper and he uh, sorry what do you call it? Yeah, sniper rifle. Sniper rifle. rifle. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and. <laughs> We finally get Danny to see Glover some good has shooting. a smoke has a smoke bomb <laughs> smoke grenade. Uh, so that whole thing, shoot- yeah, that's so legit too. Like the way they they shoot it because it's just like this. The locale is already amazing. It's so amazing. And then, yeah, and so then that the, shot where like cheap, where but... he's like standing and like the cars are coming to him and you just see that intense heat. Yeah, like, it's oh, so the good. The build up really to cool? it is so strong. The build up is so strong. And he's just standing. And again, they hold on that shot. Like yeah. that shot lingers for like maybe two beats too long, and it's like, oh, they, they want you to know how intense. And then the that heat expensive is. set piece, that helicopter just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we got to show they this helicopter, helicopter one more time. They're like they're like, bro, we had that helicopter for another two hours. And, and you need know to what? Use it. Because it's so cheap, that may be why he has a smoke bomb. I know in the movie yeah. it's like because his daughter is there, but it's like this movie probably had no money, so it's like, oh, to have an explosion right here may have cost too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, though also. Because of his daughter, man. I mean, true, true. Well, they do. I mean, they're like he wouldn't. They say <laughs> he wouldn't it, have like, exploded. I know, like they say it's a his good daughter way to justify. It's a good way to justify not having. You know what? Fine. <laughs> no, it's just like a really great plan. I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, that grenade is dangerous. He's gonna kill his daughter yeah. and and himself maybe. And then when he, he threw it, I was like, how is everybody not dying? And when it exploded at first, I was like. That's a weak grenade. Grenades are not that weak. And then I was like, oh, it's a smoke bomb. Oh, that was really smart. Oh, now he's going to snipe everybody. And that's why Danny Glover's not going to die. Well, here's the thing. The guy that, that, that gets rigs <laughs> in that situation, like when, he has the, when he's looking through the, the scope. Yeah. Is does that guy? Do they know? I don't understand how that happened He's the at big, all. big bet. Like, he's the head yeah, guy. Yeah, he's, he's the, the main guy. Bet. I guess they were trying to say, I guess they were like saying like, this guy was smart because he was also a general or something. Like he was smart enough to no, know. No, but I mean, but him actually getting caught when he's trying to snipe. Right? Is it? Does he? He gets caught because they they send someone after him. I have no once idea. Once the shots are fired, they're well, like, "Oh, the guy well, must he be over does there." He's say a general. It's so he rigs at some point, right? No, but that's, that's, what, Jason, that's what Joshua says. Yeah. yeah. Busey knows, like it's rigs, but like I don't know how they got to him out without, of nowhere. Him. without thing, him re- hearing that approaching or anything well like, the other thing is too it's like his actual vision of the situation like he he's i don't know 200 meters out or right. right and he's looking at everybody that's involved and at one point and we do see joshua there right yeah he's with those people so he would have to like circumvent the fuck that's out of race i don't think yeah. he was yeah. Yeah. i think they were trying to know say, where he is though i think they were trying right. to say he wasn't he wasn't over there and like somehow i'd already seen it I I will say the one thing that could make sense is that when the chopper was coming, when the chopper was flying overhead, oh, they, all, saw, all they saw What him. about all the dust, though? Like that, like that, like no, that I'm is. saying like when they were just flying towards him, maybe somebody in the chopper was like, yo. Oh, spotted this, him. Oh, maybe. Dude right there. But I don't know if they did that. Why wouldn't they just go after him first? That was like the one part I was like, this is a movie. And like yeah. it had to happen, but it didn't make any sense. But the, but the thing <laughs> is, what's great about movies, like, like legit movies that are actually good, is that you only think about those holes like, after the 10th time you forgive it. it. You, it's just yeah, like whatever. It's like whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I thought about it in the moment. I was like, I don't give a crap. This is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie had three potential endings to me. Like it, To me, like it could have ended right here in the desert. Could have yeah. ended in the desert. Didn't. It, it could have ended the Did next tortured, point, like, yeah. the torture scene. Where, and like, then after when he gets saved. Yeah. And then it then then it goes to the street. And then it goes to the house. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. And, it's, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel. The reason I bring that up because it doesn't feel too long. Like I remember watching um, Bad Boys 2. 
Oh god! And thinking like, sorry. Oh my god! When uh, they go to Cuba, when they go to Cuba, and I'm like, yo, this is a long beat. Like, this uh, is so unnecessary. It was like a whole nother, yeah. Yeah. Oh, whereas god. this movie does three different locations, Feel, almost feels where right. it could end it, and it felt perfect. And yeah. it didn't feel like it didn't feel like they were. It didn't feel gratuitous. It felt like nope. the normal playing out of the story. It's like anyway. Yeah, you need the last fight with with Busey. yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, do you want to talk about the fact that that Danny Glover gets to kill a big? Oh guy? my goodness! Yes, bro. Y'all know I noticed this. Not only does he kill the big bat, and he purposely, like, the thing that's so beautiful about it is that he's on the street, like, he should go to the hospital. Riggs says, are you okay? Because he's, he's like, been yeah. tortured. They've both been tortured. Tortured. Right, right, he's right. been, Riggs was tortured with elect- electricity. Yeah. He was tortured just by, they just Beating, punching him. Pummeled, yeah. Him, be, First off, they him. beat up the black dude. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, do y'all realize that the tor- did you realize the torture of like the white guy he got electrocuted? But but somebody the might black dude got beat up. Yeah, but somebody or some people might argue that the electri- electricity one is worse. worse. Only reason I'm saying is is that the black man got beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is. It is. I mean, that it is. is. You're literally, stating literally. a fact. You are stating a fact. <laughs> I don't know what your intention with the fact is. Yeah, I don't know what you're yeah, implying yeah. with the fact. Oh, 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 but you are stating oh, a fact. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that when you see Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson got tortured, right? But Mel Gibson still looks very pristine, right? We see my yeah, man. He gets, he gets the the water cascading yeah, you know down his like, chest. He gets the right shot. Bare chest. I understand my man Murtaugh. We did see him older. earlier, earlier too, where he's just completely making a butt sh- yep. butt shot. All I'm saying is my man Murtaugh. Is bloody as hell at the end of this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's bloody and he's slipping. He I was love it. beaten I love by it. a bunch of white dudes. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna set that there on the table, and I'm gonna yeah. move on. You're, I fir- I, I'm gonna I, set it on the table. I'm slowly can, coming can to your side. It. I'm gonna say my man got beat up no, by a group of white table. people. No, seriously, yeah. with his like, daughter right there. No, okay, it's a, it's a nice right. table. It doesn't need that. Okay, I'm gonna set it on the table. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he like he's bleeding out, right? He's he's like, you know what? I forgot the guy's name. He's like. He has to die. He literally says he's got to die. Yeah, he's like, you can't live. Yeah, and he goes back to get the dude. He hits his perfect shot. You know what I'm saying? The dude so, blows so up. So he's like, it's a long alleyway. That they're in a car, and the guy's like, run him over. And he starts coming down the car, and he kind of just like stands there like that, just that the epic neck. style. Again, k- boom. Again, a great callback to the gun range scene when he just shoots that a direct, a like a direct headshot, headshot to the driver. Yeah. That was a great callback. Yeah. Then the, the driver, like, you know, it goes off the road and, like, then gets slammed by a, a truck. Uh, it rolls over, and then the car is on fire. Mm. And there were grenades in the car for some they reason. Were, yep. So, grenades yeah. and cocaine. Did they explain just, why there were grenades? Just grenades the, I mean, and cocaine. The army people, they always have grenades. grenades in the car, though? Bruh. If you're in yeah. the army or whatever military, you have to carry grenades at all. Times. Oh, is that a is that a thing? No, it's not a thing at all. <laughs> and he's like trying to get them. He's trying to like put out the fire. Or something. It's no, yeah, he's it's like trying to get them. Yeah, it's literally only so that the car can explode. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's great. It's a great explosion. Big bad guy, black man killed him. Kills him. So you know what I take it as? The guy who beat him, he killed. And not only does he kill him, but he laughs at it after. It's he time. literally he literally <laughs>, laughs at the whole situation. <laughs> Right, which is interesting, right? Because you know, earlier on in the movie, you know, when he thought the when he thought the general, you know, was it innocent and his daughter and he's like just his father whose daughter had died, the general was like, You gotta kill you gotta find them, you gotta kill them and he's like, I'm a cop. And he's like, No, you gotta kill him. He owed him because he saved his life. Saved his life in the war. Wait, but that's not the same character, right? No, 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 it's not, but I'm just No, because he gets killed by the helicopter. That that guy gets killed by the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's about to spill the beans. Right. Because he's about to spill the beans. And then and then And then now we have we flash forward and he's like, 
you know, we flash forward and now Danny Glover's character has just killed somebody. He said that he had to die. He, he killed them. He's laughing at it, right? There's a, there is a role reversal now. He's laughing yeah. at it. And so then we get to the final fight scene with Gary Busey, you know, who's the main henchman, and, and Mel Gibson. And they're yeah, like, this they catch so him. They, I mean, they catch him and they're like, all right, let him, let him fight. We, he killed two of our, he killed two of our officers. I don't remember when that happened. I, maybe I missed that part, but I remember he was like, oh, killed. remember in the car outside the house. Remember oh, that's the house. right. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You're outside the house. He pulls up. You're and right. Just he just, he just shoots him. Blank. So he's like, yeah, he just killed two of our officers. Let it go. Like, so basically all these cops have surrounded Gary Busey and it's just Gary Busey, Mel Gibson fighting in the water. That's <laughs> two, insane. Two old special yeah. I mean, this is dudes. insane. The stuff that cops do in movies, like, but uh, you know what I, though? They you know what though? I, yeah. Like I don't know how much this happens in in real life. I'm guessing it, I think it it's does. Real. Yeah, because like in interrogation scenes, like you see, that's an old trope of like mm-hmm. let let him do his cop thing. Yeah, let I mean, him, especially because he this guy trans, uh, uh, had a transgression against other cops. So it's yeah. like let him get his justice. Yeah, hurts. it's like take the cu- take the cuffs off. We're all here. Turn the camera off in the interrogation room. You know, yeah. and it's like always. oh, but and then the, all they have to say always. is oh, he was resisting arrest. He came but after wait, me. Wait, but wait. That's the thing about it that about this movie that I really liked was that they weren't gonna turn a blind eye to it. Uh, Murdoch kept saying, "I take I'll full take responsibility." Full responsibility. I ta- he kept saying it. Yeah, I take. Full didn't just say it once. They want. They like, didn't treat it lightly. Yeah, yeah. not at all. They, they didn't like, treat it lightly. They're like, well, "This is gonna happen." And then the other, then the thing that I think is so beautiful is that he he beats him. He finally beats him down. Like it's a very you know great fight, and Mel Gibson gets beat up a lot, but he finally kind of beats him and Danny Glover is like snap his neck like yeah you know kill him he's a kill him kill him kill him break his neck and Mel Gibson has been killing people throughout the entire movie and then he's like no he's not worth it yeah and he lets him go and he doesn't kill him but this but this next scene yeah this next scene is so cool to me and it's not saying because they kill somebody but like (laughs) the fact that like these two dudes are now clearly family their and family. He, he has a big coat. They, and he they grabs exchange them. their moral codes. Yeah. They're like one, and you now know. and then Garrett Busey grabs another cop's gun and points it at Danny Glover, and both of them turn around. Bop, bop. Yeah. Slow motion, <laughs> boom. Slow motion. The ca- the water still cascading <laughs> yep. down from the hydrant. Oh, so the lights only from the cop cars are shining. Woo. It's so great. Okay, and wait. The helicopter. <laughs> So, that was another helicopter. It was the cop copter. Uh, they're not saying, it was the same. It was the same, bro. They just have <laughs> paid They're like, we're going to get the most use out of the That was Joel oh, Silver's man. personal helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is there... But wait, so there, were, so there were two other moments that I thought referenced uh, uh, black, black people and their relationship with the police that I thought were very interesting uh for this movie and this might be overanalyzing it but but it happened at the end so i just want to bring it up all right uh so they both get out of the uh they both get out of the club and they're like shooting right they're just like both out uh uh riggs has a pistol and a machine gun he's running down the street a cop comes up stops murtaugh and it's like put your hands on the head rick Riggs just left, but the cop goes to oh, Murtaugh yeah. <laughs> only. And he's like, wait, I'm a police officer, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Then, then later, uh, Riggs is running down the street with the with, machine, with machine gun. gun, and the cop goes, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Like, okay. Oh, my That's God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, didn't notice, I didn't notice the first one that you mentioned, I think but that. I did notice when, when he had a machine gun in his hand, his like, shirt is open, like, chest is out, and he's like... Madman. Mad literally a madman. And the cop literally 
is just like, hey, like yeah. he doesn't have his gun drawn or anything. He's just like, hey, and he's like, I'm a cop. And he's like, all right, cool. And the re- and the reason that feels intentional is because I'm like, no, 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 this dude ain't cool. I kept rewinding oh, it to yeah. see if this happened, but I think that he says, all right, go ahead, and then Riggs immediately says, all right, go ahead. After like he knew that that was what was gonna happen. Like That's he deep. knew that it was gonna be fine. Him, fine. All he had to he do was just say, I'm wow. a cop. That's I didn't deep. think about that at all. That's deep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Here, here's a question yeah. I wanted to ask. Like, how differently would we feel about this if the roles were reversed and the black guy was the, the crazy, crazy guy? guy? I wouldn't want the black guy to be the crazy guy for some reason. Then it's like, I'm glad that the black guy wasn't the crazy yeah, guy. Yeah, because then at the end he would also he'd be reformed black. Like it's like he yeah. learned he learned that he, he didn't learned have to kill. Yeah. Like, I don't like I like him I being mean, the higher status. I mean, it would be rush hour kind of right like yeah like the the that's the closest movie that i can think of that's like i mean in bad boys they talk about these same things throughout but the two of them have flaws but in rush hour right like chris tucker's character is the like he's the loose cannon he's like he's like and i we've talked about this before on the on the podcast but like they treat it in a way that's like his his insanity has or his uh his off the hingesness has consequences that he yeah. then has to, but it's not reformed black guy because yeah. You know. uh, I think it's time for <laughs> oh a swirl. So, I mean, I don't know if you know, but a swirl we like to point out when like a lead black actor's in a movie with a white female lead. Did he get a sex scene? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, I've I, I been I've been thinking about I've been thinking about um, different things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still continue to do swirl, but I was thinking about something new. You know what I'm saying? Called Black Girl Magic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For instance, That's I'm looking at this movie. Interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking about this movie, for instance. And I realize I sometimes we have gonna... these movies. Okay. We have these movies. No, no, hear me out. We have these movies, right? And there's a black woman in it, and then she gets nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like this movie, the wife is in this movie. She literally gets nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I just want to add a scene. I want. I want to give her an Oscar-winning scene. If that. If that's cool. All right. Okay. It's an Oscar-winning right. scene. All right. So, they come back to the house. Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. All right. The yeah. daughter's kidnapped. She doesn't know it yet. All right. The whole movie. Riggs, I mean, Murtaugh's been like kind of just tossing to the side. She comes down the steps. Hey, tell me what's going on. Smacks him in the face, right? Smacks him in the face. Oh tell, me what, tell me what's wrong. Damn. Yeah, I mean, what? like, you get a test. Tell me what's wrong. And all of a sudden, he's like, they took our daughter. And then she has the moment where she takes that in, breaks down, and gives one of those Oscar-winning speeches of like, I trust you. You're the man of this house. You're a great cop. You go bring our daughter back here. And if you don't, I'll come out there and I'll do it myself. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right? And then she pushes him and says, get your ass out of this house and go get our daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a moment where it's going to be like five minutes because I didn't write it yet. I won't you could use a rewrite. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to use a rewrite. You know what I'm saying? Just give her. Just give her. It's, and, and to me, it's, like, it's just so frustrating because you look at these movies and they just they just have nothing to do, man. You have yeah, this great actress. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't the seen women it again. in general. Yeah, yeah. Although, although the, the, the psychiatrist was in... What, she was like Babysitter's Club or something? Yeah, I think she had a match. Was she also in... Um... She was like every, the mom in like every 80s movie. Yeah, but yeah. So like oh, I didn't want to do a swirl because I felt like I liked the fact that it was a what black family. What did you family. call this? I called it like Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic. Interesting how you don't say Black Woman Magic. Well, it's only because the hashtag that people normally use is like Black Girl oh, Rocks. Oh, is that a real thing? Oh, but like BT, they do like the Black Girl Rocks thing. So I was like, I always think about that when they say it, but it's like, that's what people say Black Girl. Right. Yeah. Women, let me know. Should it be Black Woman Magic? I feel like her magic. thing was more of a, a gender thing, where it's just like this is just a woman that's just has to, yeah. like is just placed here as a mom, right? Yeah. With just nothing, right? Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, 
That's how I feel That's about cool. it. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, respect that, respect let's see. That. Should we add a swirl, though? Uh, nah, actually. I mean, I, mean, like, I like seeing the black family Yeah, because together. the black family was so nice, and then the only other swirl is like... Rick's in the door. I know, and I don't like which that. Which they make the joke at the end again where he's like, I think your daughter likes me. And he's, he's like, like you touch her. You touch her, I'll, I'll kill you. You can try. Although I think they skirted the line well enough. They uh, did. Yeah. Yeah, where it's just like, he's a good looking dude coming yeah, over and he he's is. reckless and, yeah. and interesting. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like she has a crush on him, but it never. I, I agree. It doesn't, get, it doesn't get over the line. Yeah. It's like a funny, it's kind of funny. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's literally like a dad or like the crazy uncle. You yeah. Know yeah. Then you get the kid beatboxing. Or, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. yeah uh, cool. All right. So I, it sounds like it's time for. Uh, Wait. Oh. Hey, I'm sorry. What, um, are you, what are you looking up? No, just. What are you looking at? I've just been thinking about this and, and like. This, this this movie what so like this movie was written by by like Shane 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 Black right? hey man yeah, why you keep still have to ask you to get to the point so, yeah but like, no, but like but so like Shane Black he also he wrote he wrote the last Boy Scout mm-hmm. that that's Damon that's Damon Wayans and and can you talk what is wrong with you literally say the thing that you need to say no but like but like I was thinking about that I hate this no but just in like but like now now Damon Wayans is it's playing Murtaugh in the Lethal Weapon. Okay, what's your? But I'm just saying, like, this is like a. I just had this like realization, like this is like a like the the life, everything moves like like full circle, right? Like, like Shane Black, like he wrote. Are you choking up? He right wrote now? Lethal Weapon. Are okay. you crying? Wait. Uh, he wrote Lethal Weapon and then uh, hey man, you doing these tests? Then he ain't gonna get you on no, Lethal but, Weapon. But, then, but wait, but then he did the last. Hey John, can you please snap the calls? I did now. James, stop it! You're embarrassing us all. Well, actually, Gerard, he's expressing vulnerability <laughs> from a man perspective. I feel like we talked about liking that. <sighs> Fine, go ahead and cry, James. Oh, oh I support you. your tears. <laughs> okay, all right. So we're gonna do the calls while James continues his crying. Uh, all right, actually, those better be real actually, tears. All right, <laughs> those better be real. Now you're just a night. Now it's beat. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Spit fire John right set now. it up. All right, all right. So the right cause. Now. So we rate films not based on how well we like them, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading actors of color in Hollywood. So we gave you the black fist, meaning it fully helped the cause. A white palm, meaning it was so-so, or nothing, meaning it didn't really help the cause. So you got to base it on that, not how much. You like the film, or how critically well you thought it it did, but performed, but it's it's you know it didn't help the cause. All right, so on the count of three, we're going to throw up our ratings. Got it? Mm-hmm. Which one? One, two, three, or three, two, one? You surprised me. I won't even ask. This surprised me. <laughs> now I'm going to do it on the count of four. How about that? What? Oh shit! Turn on. I shift. don't like it, honestly. Turn on shift, son. What? You want a real answer to that question? One, and now oh. I'm going to count up. You don't even know. Oh my goodness! Two. This is L.A. right now. Three. Wait. Four. I put my hand up early. Black fist, one hundred percent. Four black fists. I was, I was. You almost gave it a palm. I almost gave it a palm. Oh Why? shit! Why? 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 Almost gave it a palm because I don't think Danny. I think Danny. This was it. I can't give it a palm. Okay. On IMDb, this is his most famous movie. This is his most famous movie, and it it, ca- it kind of caps here. He does Predators, I know, but still. That being said. I couldn't because then I was like, but he did a franchise, which like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, woo, mm-hmm. I mean, how many black people get franchises, y'all? Sure. We did Dead but, you, but you also got to go by if no other movie existed, right? And no other, 
What do you well, I mean? I mean, like, I, buddy, I mean, you know after what? his after this for him. him, I mean, for like, uh, it's like, how did it do in this moment? Yeah, without knowing what the rest without of his knowing was. the history, we've talked about whether or not we can do that. Uh, that's true, and this did for, more for him in this moment than any other move. Well, uh, the color purple maybe did, but then like this, you know, this catapulted him to another level. I think so. Absolutely, that's why I gave it a, a fist. Also because. You know, I mean, I just really liked how this film handled race, man. Yeah. I really do. I don't think they, I don't think they ignored it completely. Like, I don't think they ignored it to an extent that it was like they're trying to pretend like they're white people. Like, it was just a middle class black yeah. family, black cop. You know what I mean? And it was beautiful. I don't know, yeah. man. I, I um, really liked it. And the, and the and the and the mention, woo, that mention of like, hey, do do cops really? Sh-? My mom said cops shoot black people. Is that true? Yeah. I was like, yeah. damn, homie. Yeah, I mean, I can make mine simple. I'll go after you. Go. Almost everything John said, I, I mean, like, I agree. It's like, I, I was happy it was a black family. I love that they always address that cops do, like, kind of messed up shit. Uh, I, I, I love that he got to kill the big bad. Like, that's, I mean, and it was him. And it was for a reason. I mean, I love that he loved his family. It was just, it's simple. And the thing is, it spawned. Uh, a spawn, a franchise, a franchise, and a freaking TV show. Yeah. So simple. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to say anything that's uh, that's revolutionary, as, as you guys already have laid it down pretty nicely. But I think uh, for me, it comes down to the the familial aspect of it. Like it was clear that his that he that they have a, they had a very perfectly working uh, family environment at home. Everybody was provided for, and it, uh, he wasn't. It wasn't even a guy that came off the streets and became a reformed black dude or anything. Was, he was just a dude that was like lived in Los Angeles and had things figured out the whole time he's been a dude in Los Angeles, seemingly, you know, and the guy that, that they then show how family can be is the psychotic white dude, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And so it's nice. It's like, we're going to bring you under our wing and like nourish you. And you're going to become a part of our family. That's already had the cogs like rolling in in a, in a good way. Um, And nothing about it was there. They weren't eating fucking soul food. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. none, of, none of that bullshit. Yeah. Like, there was no bullshit. They were just like... His wife had bad cooking. Yeah, bad cooking, which is just a... Stere- like, yeah. a, that's like an American stereotype. Yeah, right. You know, that's just like a re- regular thing that everybody uh, can yeah. get involved with. And it's it's nice that nobody was excluded in any way. Uh, yeah, I... I Everything everybody just said. Um, uh, a reason why I almost gave it a palm, just to, to, just to piggyback off of what Bray was talking about, for our LGBTQ community... There were two moments that were just like oh, homophobic snap. for no reason. Uh, 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 when he's like, when they're like, Dixie was in the bed, and he's like, disgusting. <laughs> okay, yeah, like let's say Dixie Bay was in the bed. Then, which, then which like disgusting. when the the house explodes and um, and uh, like Murtaugh's like on top of Riggs, it's like, what are you a fag for like no reason? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, so just like you know, like those two, but very much product of the times yeah, uh, totally. that those lines showed up in there. Um, uh, and then also like the thing that Bray was saying about like Danny Glover's career specifically, but like the family thing is what really got me. And the fact that like the race was not a thing, but then also the way they handle the cop thing is just like so cool. And it feels like it feels very poignant. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Black, black fist. Because I think the movie, the the second and third and fourth movies lose that aspect of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. They try to get it back in the fourth one. Cause the fourth one, like because of Chris Rock, I mean, Chris Rock. Yeah. And the daughter, and it's like it's supposed to be about like family and expanding the family, and like Riggs thinking about having a kid. So it's like it's, they try to get yeah. the family back, but true. Yo, when does the show come out? Yeah. Oh, show comes out uh, September twenty first, uh, which is a Wednesday. 
Wait, wait. Uh, 8 p.m. Is that right before Empire? Right before some random show called Empire. Wow, bro. I've of. never heard of that. What is it? Wow. Uh, it's, about, it's about music or something. I don't music? know. Music? Okay, all right. And, wow. Uh, okay. But yeah, so hopefully um, there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. But like I said, I'm really the, the most proud of it because it's like, I think it's going to be the, if not the most diverse uh, show, it's going to yeah. be like top three. Yeah, you amazing. Because like, honestly, like out of the... The main eight people, six of them are either a woman or black or Latino. Nice. And that's, that's insane. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. And all of it is just like talk is just like normal, you know, I mean, yeah, there's gonna be explosions and killing and stuff, but it's like oh, normal okay, cool. life stuff and not uh in any way stereotypical of, of anybody. Hey man, you get a gun on the show? You get a gun? Dude, not yet. Oh man. And I, I, I come on, man. I mean he's, he's But I'm waiting corner. for but at some point the storytelling needs to get like me. season season four. Yeah, you, you got, know, like whip out. You got be in the field. Like, you got be in the field. You know. What <laughs> also, saying? my character just has a nickname, so like his his real name is to be determined. Ooh. Oh, so I'm hoping oh, that, a mystery uh, man. Yeah, his name is Scorsese because he he's a medical examiner that went to film school, so they never let him uh, oh. hear, hear the end of that. Got mm-hmm. it. And so, but I'm hoping like season like nine or something like the last episode, I'm like dying with a gun in my hand, and then you find out what my real name my is. Name is- <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. yeah. Oh, that's okay. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. This yeah, is great. Yeah, Talking yeah. movies. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Yo, so September 21st, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Said. Wednesday. Wednesday. Guys, please watch Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Support the cause. Anything else that you want people to follow you on Twitter or anything? Uh, I, I guess. Know. I'm slowly getting more involved with <laughs> that. Yeah. I, I, just, watch, just watch Lethal yeah. Weapon. Watch, watch Lethal Weapon. Yeah, watch funny it. On it. Everybody's funny on it. Yeah. That's cool. Dope. We'll do our own plugs later. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming. All right. We out. Peace. Peace. Getting too old for this shit. <laughs> nice. Alright, it's time for some plugs. Yeah. Uh, once again, please watch uh, Lethal Weapon. Starring, yeah. Starring Jonathan Fernandez. Yeah. yeah. I know he's going to be in it more later on in the season. But yeah, but watch it. He's a black guy with the afro. I think it comes out on Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. We, well, we said it. You heard it. It comes out Wednesday, either before or after Empire. I forgot which way. I think it's right before Empire. Yeah. Uh, black, you could follow us at Black Men Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tweet at us. Let us know what you like about the show. Review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. Yeah, man, we need them stars up. Yeah, um, man. What? Somebody let the somebody let the review on iTunes. I wanted to talk about, but no, never mind. I won't do it. Uh, <laughs> I was oh, just I like, would. I was just like, ah, come on now. Oh, I would have. You say what it is. I don't know. I- I'll look it up. Uh, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, johnbraylock.com for some videos and stuff like that oh we got a show uh, astronomy club has a show september 27th which, uh, which is a tuesday 30 p.m 9 30 p.m at ucb east east village mm-hmm. uh we're gonna be a part of the Com- comedy central's comics to walk showcase uh audition whatever uh and then on the 30th which is a friday we're gonna be a part of the harlem comedy festival yep 6 p.m show all right, and then uh, that's it for me. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on uh, Instagram and on Twitter and at Gerard M on Snapchat. Um, you know, we just hanging, you know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> we, just we just hanging. We just hanging out here, these things, you know man. I mean? You know, I don't know. Just follow me or something. Like, tweet at us. I don't know. Yeah, you can follow me, James Third. <laughs> I never know what to say. <laughs> Third is 3RD. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
funny or die. Give me some, give me some funny votes. Uh, uh, that's it. Hey man, I feel like sometimes you be changing your voice while you talk though. You Did I do, do it just now? You do it constantly, actually. Uh, hey, what's up, y'all? Can y'all um, check me out on uh, funnyadad.com slash James Third Comedy? Go to Twitter, twitter.com. What is this voice? I I can like, is there a name for this? You can character? go to Twitter, uh, you can go to Facebook.com. Can we call him Rodney? That's a Rodney voice. I know, isn't this? Uh, everyone has turned Dave off the Chappelle podcast. Have a character that talks like this. Who? Uh, Dave Chappelle has a character that talks like this. Don't he? I don't like that. I don't know. He I don't like, like breeze a lot. Oh, Maybe. Anyway, we didn't, we didn't like any of that. I didn't like. I didn't like. Y'all, hey, y'all brought it up. I thought I was just talking like normal. No one asked oh, you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Real quick. I just wanted to. So, because somebody, somebody said, somebody said that we have uh, an underlining tone of self hate because <laughs> one because of the swirl segment, which again, whatever. We're not even explaining that again. Uh, we explain it all the time. We just explained. Wait, when didn't we? Just, oh no, that's coming up soon. Yeah, but look, the no, wait, segment, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what's the follower's name? Uh, the, like their name, like, Chef Keep Kicks 08. Chef Keep Kicks 08. Uh, if you could go to jamesthirdcomedy.tumblr.com, I wrote a post about exactly what you're talking about. I'm not going to yell at you because I wrote something about it. Please read it. And then let's talk. And then he, uh, then because he also said the constant need for unnecessary include. The only reason we're reading this, by the way, is that we get five star podcast ratings all the time. Mm. So sometimes there's a lot I address because I feel like you know when somebody is like, it, it's not just pure hate. Mm. It's like you know I, I would like I want to I want to talk some things out sometimes, you, and you can't talk on iTunes reviews. The, <laughs> the an underlining tone. Okay, wait, wait, blah blah blah. The constant need for unnecessary inclusion on a podcast about the exclusion of black voices in Hollywood comes off as pandering to the powers at B as well as contradicting to the cause. So I'm guessing they're talking about when we include, when we do films of people who are not just black in which I'll say like, first of all, the powers at B, <laughs> what the powers yeah. at B are also not including these other races that we're doing. They're not including Indian uh, leading actors. They're not including uh, like Asian. Asian, they're not including women of color. I'm also, I'm also just very interested to know what episodes and how many episodes that person listened to because because we do also say like we we are actors, so we want to like we're talking about this, but yes, we want to jump in Hollywood. Too. So, I mean, like, but also, like somebody saying, "Panda." No, but, like, but, I'm not but, about to. Uh, no, yeah, no. I don't think any of us are. Pan- we've we've also openly why, said, yeah, "I don't." But I, I sincerely don't understand why that's considered pandering. Yo, hey, you know what? Anyway, I'm not going to yell at this person because in my mind, I want to. Right. But what I'm simply saying is, is that if you if you listen to this podcast more than once, and what comes off if you listen to multiple episodes as pandering, I'm okay if he stops or she. It's like yeah. if you feel like if you listen to this enough and you feel like, oh, this is pandering to like white people or to like the powers that be, which is what I'm assuming white. Like, what does that mean? Well, that's what I don't understand, because yeah. it says the constant need for unnecessary inclusion on a- unnecessary. Because inclusion. to me, inclusion to me, pe- <laughs> to me, the whole point of inclusion is it should not yeah, be unnecessary. That's, but the that point, sounds like the point, inclusion is what we're talking that, about. That's the whole point. The point. The inclusion is necessary. So the whole point is to get everyone to be on the same page and to get everyone to be as one. Everyone is just human beings. So if you feel like this podcast does not boost up 
What? I mean, I, I'm, I'm confusing what the question is. No, well, but I, it, but it does. Saying, it sounds it's like, it's like, saying that we we have an, a tone of self hate. I, I legitimately don't. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I'll put it to you this way, and I'm not speaking for everybody. Mm-hmm. I will never stop questioning Hollywood. I will never stop questioning what black people do to aspire to be greater. I will never stop questioning what directors and writers do, and I will never. And this is whoever the fuck this person is. I will never so stop trying to include everyone. Because if you're sitting here listening to this podcast, you don't fucking get it. You don't get it. If you're sitting here right now and you're like, oh, yeah. why do we need to include everybody? You don't understand the right. basis of right. what it is to be an but individual or a human say, being. I will so say that this. person, she, I, I, okay. because I know you want to yell at the person, and okay. person probably should open up a little bit more. But to be fair to that person, we started with a mission statement in an episode a year ago that specifically talked about black people, black men in films. Right. And then we didn't. The world stay. just isn't black. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the world just isn't black. Uh, we decided to include people because we believe that that is important. Right. It's because all, it's a it's part the of theme, us. It's the theme of what we've been talking about. Yeah. The inclusion of black actors because <laughs> and, we are black. And, and, and then it's like, and we also want other races the that thing have been to be clear, to also be included. The thing to be clear is there are there are no powers that be. Uh, our beautiful bosses, Jake and Amir, do not make us do anything on the show. In fact, oh uh, yeah, no, we 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 the, 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 everything is uh, propelled by us. We have a mission that we are doing ourselves. So I'm sorry you feel like there are powers that be. Sounds like maybe you also need to just check your conspiracy uh, uh, theories a little bit. Um, but we're do- we are doing this for, for us and for the people. What that- is this person doing to help? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this person. What- no, I'm saying no. Oh, no, seriously. No. If you have something, like if you're oh, out there no. and you're like, I don't know, if you're at school <laughs> teaching kids, <laughs> if you're at school teaching kids, if you're like out there helping the Black Lives Matter movement, if you're doing something besides sitting here at home or wherever you are doing nothing to help people of color or p- minorities, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but if you are doing something, tweet me and be like, you know what, I feel offended because you're mad. I'm just saying I do this and I think you can do this. That's how you have a conversation. You saying self-hate. Ta- ooh, ooh, get me off of this thing. <laughs> All right. Next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Next week, we fulfill this man's request and do, if we review Longest Goodnight, <laughs> Star Chief oh and Samuel Jackson. Clearly, there oh is some self hate no. because we reviewed the Longest Goodnight. So go, uh, don't watch it, but uh, listen. <laughs> next week. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. That was a headgum podcast.